What's up, everybody? You're listening to Podcastrophy. You can find us by searching Podcastrophy on all of your favorite podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and more. You can also find us at journeyintocomics.com. We drop a new episode every single Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to Podcastrophy to get the show and exclusive content. We record each episode live every Tuesday around 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch that on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Just follow Podcastrophy on any of those platforms, and be sure to chat with us. Also, be sure to check out the Journey into Comics Network and all of its amazing shows. Now, on with the show! The following, the following, journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Jesus, motherfucker, do you speak? What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Fee episode 102. 102. I'm your host, Dick. Clint's triggered. Clint's triggered. <laughs> Does that include the Game of Thrones podcast or not? Nah? No. No, no. How many have you done so far? Then? Like 150? Uh, I'd say roughly like one, maybe like a max of 110 to 120. I was going to say like one third. Get next some XP on I, there. I haven't done too many ep- extra episodes. But I've done some on my own. Yeah, yeah, you have. And then you throw in the drunk castrophes. So there's two of those. Yeah. Hopefully more. I'd soon. say I'd say we're at least 120. That's pretty impressive. Total episodes just That's religiously every week too. Podcastrophe. I could check real quick. That's awesome. <laughs> so now you guys know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I'm sitting here with my main man, Clint. There are 117 episodes on iTunes. So close to 120, yep. So I berated these guys. I wanted to come back on. Mm-hmm. Talk about my feelings, my safe spaces. Mm. But you guys said there is no safe spaces here, so... Blaine just... Uh, I just detached his I microphone. I just detached my microphone. Oh, okay. Uh, Go ahead and talk, guys. It's under, it's under your desk... Um, Yay! <laughs> right in front of your hand. Blaine so, is the self-proclaimed master of technology, and week in week out, he proves that he is not a master of technology. One day you become the one master. One day, yes. He'll have to gain control of all four elements, and fight with a blind girl, and <sighs> minuscule lightning. Yep. What? Minuscule lightning. Yes. Oh. Have, you see, have you seen Hello from the Magic Tavern for a while? Uh, They're still going strong, man. I know they are, but I haven't. Man, I've been cranking through Critical Role because I listen to podcasts all day while I'm at work. And I don't listen to a very very many, but I listened to the, um, uh, a few mystery murder ones recently. Yeah. And one's called Con Man. It's pretty good. Um, and then there's another one called um, Cults. Have you, seen, have you seen that one? I've heard of that. And they one. go through each cult and go through like how they operate, and it's kind of crazy. What I was that? Those. I'm just now. I'm I'm back. 
Uh, just, just. <laughs> we're just. Uh, just tap out, Blaine. Just, oh. stay, just stay where you're at. Oh. We're promoting other <laughs> podcasts other than this one. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's a, a good kind of oh. like relaxing way to open the show. Like, Clint just gave some good recommendations. Oh, for sure. Recommendations for me would obviously be Critical Role. Uh, the Adventure Zone is my favorite podcast I've ever listened to, ever. Um, and I also really enjoy a podcast called Androids and Aliens. Oh. It's a good one. It's a Starfinder actual play podcast, but all the people are like... You lost me there at Starfinder. Well, Starfinder is a futuristic sci-fi tabletop role-playing uh, like, game. Like D&D, but... Was... But in space. Okay. And all the people are like, not snobby, but like playwrights and writers and like they're celebrities that aren't actors specifically. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. Just so going down yeah. the list of my podcasts that I listen to, Man, everybody knows that I listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast. That's, that's a given. So Ooh, I, they have a podcast? Oh yeah. They've had, that's like one of their longest running things beside red versus blue. I don't, yeah. I, uh, I, I strictly do not listen to the the Rooster Teeth podcast. Why? What do they talk? I just don't like, I got burnt out on Rooster Teeth, like season yeah, two versus of red blue. versus blue. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. Do you remember our version of red versus blue we had on videotape? Mm-hmm. We actually recorded it on our VCRs. We're playing. Wow. We did skits, and it's long lost. Nice. The time. It's really sad. It's uh, a really good one. Some of the other ones I listen to is the Unstoppable Recording Machine podcast, which uh, talks a lot about audio engineering and being a, a producer of and stuff. Uh, of course, I listen to Joe Rogan whenever he's got someone interesting yeah, on that. Yeah, Sanders want. on the other day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that episode. That's pretty cool. I haven't um, listened to it yet. I listened to the first 20 It's minutes. only an hour. It's an easy one for Joe Rogan. Um, another one uh, that I really recommend is the Stateside Podcast, uh, run by my buddies, uh, my buddy Alan. I don't know the other guys, but um, uh, Alan used to be the drummer for a band called Across the Sun. Huge fan of them. Uh, and then now he's uh, he's a graphic designer. He does all kinds of work. He he's done stuff for Seven Dust. He's done stuff for August Burns Red in this moment. A lot of big name bands. Um, and it's just it's it's a podcast much like this one. Uh, where they just sit and chat and talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is the Riffs and Beards podcast uh, by Ryan Bruce and Luke Severide. Luke Severide is a comedian. Ryan Bruce, um, I'm a big fan of. He's, again, uh, a big like audio engineer, music guy, awesome guitarist. Love it. And uh, that's basically it. I mean, I, awesome. I have a few more, but... I thought he was going to keep going and I was going to fall asleep. I got, I got him on tangent. We guys like podcasts a lot. So that's, yeah. I don't listen to a lot of them, but I don't get. I, I don't do really get to them. plug a lot of the podcasts I listen to very often. So that was there nice. You go. That was nice. You plug them all in the description. Why does my skin look orange on the camera? I don't know. Like Miranda, like, we had bam, like we had Miranda on here last orange. week, and her face was just beet red, like as red as that fucking door. Like you look orange, but you're actually white. Well, I'm, I'm tan. I mean, I'm not tan like, at all, and I'm, I'm orange. Tan. Because I like oh. go out in the sun. Maybe it's your hue. Maybe. Hmm. So I just threw out some technical terms. Hit me. Spell hue. H-U-E. Thank you. Mm. What's a, another spelling of the word hue? I'll use it in a sentence. Blaine was hewn in twain. 
I don't know what you're trying to say. That means someone <laughs> cut Blaine in half. Uh-huh. Okay, so how do you spell that? Well, hewn is H-E-W-N. To hew is H-E-W. Okay. Okay. Hew. Okay. <laughs> I'm losing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably forget it when I walk out the door. I've been halved. You've been halved. You've been hewn. Wait, you're hewn. Yeah. Hewn. God fucking Dewey. This is, this is where I've we're I've been halved. <laughs> You're not even half of the half of a man that you cut your brother into. So I'm only a quarter of a man. Oh, jeez. God, I fucking love that movie. Mm. <laughs> oh. Ruby and I started watching Dragon Ball Super together. Oh, oh yeah. Geez. She loves it. Indoctrinating her? Well, yeah. I mean, she... Are, At she, a young age? She, she calls Star Wars Star Wars. Star Wars, yes. And we cool. watch Star Wars every day. Um, like the cartoon ones? No, like we watch, we at least start a Star Wars movie every day. Oh. I have watched between Solo and Empire 150 times in the last My gosh. couple months. Blu ray. That's solid. Uh, YouTube TV, man, just queued up on my phone. Oh, there you go. That's some, that's some solid Star Wars in right there. See if I can, you know, every scene. Well, I, I mean, I already knew every scene. Have you showed her the, um, prequels yet yeah she's watched them all i watched them all okay she likes judge her binks as a toddler would is there yeah, a new one coming out here soon mm-hmm. december episode re- nine huh hopefully uh daisy ridley voiced her opinion that she after episode nine wants to be done with the star wars franchise thank you don't let the door hit you on the way out you're an awful actress i hate you is that ray yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of them have said that, though. I mean, I feel like Harrison Ford said that after Return of the Jedi. Well, Harrison Ford wanted to be done like the first movie. The first movie because <laughs> he wasn't an actor, really. He was a set builder, right? Yeah. I mean, he was a carpenter on yeah, set. Yeah, carpenter. He had done like American Graffiti, but he's cool. like an, he's like an OG Nick Offerman. Yeah. He just didn't like you. Got to you. Got to put like. Today it's different, but like in 1977, you have to think about how the original Star Wars changed just those three people's lives fucking overnight. Yeah, really did. There were very few things up until, you know, the 80s and 90s that had really done that, you know, on that on that big of a scale. It's super weird. And cultured it. Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird seeing pictures of like Mark Hamill back then, like outside of the character Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Seeing him in like these fucking motorcycle jackets and just being a regular guy. Just a regular dude. Yeah, except he's a, a regular guy in Hollywood, so. I mean, he's actually a psychopath, but I love Mark Hamill. He's just fucking nuts. Yeah. I love the uh, world of Star Wars in general. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. I got the original trilogy on beta tape now. Wow. It's like, it's our ultimate collector. Yeah. I think, but My man. Uh, if you ever, and I have find... it on a track too, like they, oh like, shit, uh, who's the guy that plays Darth Vader? The voice uh, of Darth Vader? Yes. Okay, that is Which James one? Earl Jones. Well, he th- is, a couple people. He narrates him. the Star Wars. The one that matters. The notable one. The, the one that matters is James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah it's a it's a narration of it on a track. Oh wow, it's it's pretty mm. insane. Star Wars Old and podcast. Uh, if you ever come across uh, anything that is uh, speed. Speed. Like the movie Speed with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Let us know. Oh, okay, I've never heard of it. What? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know everything. 
You've never seen the movie Speed? Nope. When they're on the bus and they can't go over 55 miles an hour? Okay. Or they can't go under 55 miles an hour? I know that general thing. The, I didn't know it was called Speed, though. The movie Speed, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like a... That's a cool That's a cool. Big one. Keanu Reeves movie back in the day. Mm-hmm. Featuring Jeff Daniels as well. It's a big Keanu Reeves movie in general. Yeah. Not just back in the day. There are cults. Well, I mean, then he there did The Matrix. that rose up. <laughs> because of Speed? Yes, worshipping Speed. And Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves. I mean, I can at least think of two guys. <laughs> it's a cult. Accept it. And I'm perpetuating it. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely perpetuating it. Um, Nick Maxson, uh, he, he found out about this guy that was collecting VHS copies of Speed. Just collecting them all? Every single one of them. To, he wanted to collect them all. It doesn't matter like what <laughs> version, just it, VHS. I bet it's not cheap. It is. It's insanely cheap. I oh, okay. I got because for Christmas one year I got uh, Speed on VHS for Nick, and oh, it was like okay. six bucks, <laughs> free so the, shipping. So the wow. guy the guy that originally started doing it before Nick started doing it. So so Nick's doing it now. He's so like yeah, Nick's been doing it for a while because when that guy goes to finish his collection, he wants him to face Nick. Like Nick wants him to have to face him as like a final boss. Oh, you have to get all of these from me. What are you willing to do? Maybe I should start going uh, and looking at him for my goodwills and stuff when yeah. I go out there you and go. thrift. But but the guy that originally started it, like if he if he can't buy a copy for less than a couple of dollars, he just steals them. Steals them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Theft. For for anybody listening or watching, if you come across a, any copy of Speed DVD, Blu-ray, uh, VHS, Brandon, so, Brandon Stone bought Nick a copy of Speed on Laserdisc. No, that was me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> he suggested he found disc. it for me though. Yeah. He found it he for me. He did the though. leg work. Uh, he also found. Uh, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that because that's my next. That's my I next mean, gift to Nick. <laughs> so I need to look for copies. Maybe. So when it was come out like nineties. Ninety four. Ninety four. There yeah. might be a copy in beta because beta is up to like two thousand two. Oh, more I, than likely. Wait, Betamax went all the way up to two thousand and two. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I did not know that. Some of the machines I got from that giant collection I just bought are from like early 2000s and they're they're very coveted like people want them bad and i have like 10 or 15 different machines like that and they go for like 700 dollars a piece it's insane but i got this giant collection of beta beta tapes i'm still going through it's a it's a nice collection too how did you acquire um so the, I was, the beta the beta max i wasn't looking fucking addiction um, i wasn't looking but i was just look i was on facebook marketplace and i was looking for a tool vice so i wanted to make a i wanted to put it on my giant safe to make like a little work table and i came across this thing it's just an antique electronics i'm like okay i always will always buy antique electronics i love that shit and uh she had and this guy had passed away and these people bought the house to flip it in greenwood and they had she just was selling it all and this guy had the biggest collection of betamax i'd never even seen one out and you, if you if you go back, I, I buy hundreds of storage units. I go to hundreds of freaking thrift stores. Never seen a Betamax in either one of those things. So I wanted to you know, buy them. So I went there and bought the entire thing. Filled my entire truck full. I have a long bed Ford. And I had, I had tarp in it. I had a tarp it because it was like overflowing the bed. I bought the whole thing for $400. And this guy was collecting everything. And it's, it's insane. I bought the entire collection. And I own the biggest collection of players and I've got it validated from a, a lot of different people. 
I own the biggest collection of Betamax players. In the United States. In the United States. It may be the world. I don't know. I don't know about Russia and, you know, all that kind of shit, but it's insane. So now I'm selling them one by one and fixing them and having fun. So so that's that's exactly right after I got rid of all my shit. I was like, I'm done buying storage <laughs> units. I'm done doing this shit. So we were actually looking for a house. Like, I'm not moving all this shit with us because this is retarded. I mean, I have, you know, five or six truckloads of stuff. I was going to ask what, what made you decide to stop doing the surfing and, thing. I, and, you know, just like looking around one day, I was like, I can't move through my basement or my garage because there's so much crap. Like, I was doing the shimmy, like, you know, in the hoarders. Yeah. Like, yep, this is done. So I, just, I, was, I was giving it away slash selling just truckloads off to other resellers. I'm like, here you go. Come through here, my, my stuff, and just pick out what I, you want. I wish I would have hit you up because I'm sure I could have found something in there, like yeah. audio-wise or anything. I, I, I kept, like, a bunch of my old stuff, like A-Tracks and cassette players and stuff like that because I can sell it on eBay whenever I want. Oh, yeah. Because I, I really like that old technology, and I got some really cool – when I bought that Betamax player set out from that person, I got some really cool old, like, beta recorders, like the old, like, you know, on-the-shoulder record mm-hmm. home movie. And these old, these really Fisher-Price, like, recorders that take Type 2 cassette player tape, and they actually record video on them. I think it's an audio tape. And those are fucking cool, and I got three of those, too. I haven't, wow. I haven't like, went around playing with them yet, but... I want to record some shit on there and do all that good stuff. So I got some really cool audio equipment and some really cool Betamax stuff. So Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a, it was a steal for $400, and I could yeah, not no pass kidding. it up. Especially I mean, some of these players were $700 a piece. Yeah, so. exactly. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. So that's what I'm. That's, that's kind of what I've been doing lately. And Honestly, I've been playing too much Apex to be even like... I listed like four of them online so far. It's it. Remember that time that you played Apex like to the point where like you were worried about your health? Yes. <laughs> and then and then I started playing I mean, look at me. I and, mean, I'm worried about my health now. And then I started playing Apex with you and then all at once I just disappeared. Yeah. I only play I play with random people I find on the internet now cuz all my friends don't play it. Well, I don't play it anymore because Well, no, I should say all my friends my friends list on like Xbox Live or either on Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, but not no actual games. Yeah. So. I I had to give Apex a break. One, I had a lot of stuff in my backlog that I needed to play. Yep. Um, but two, Andy got tired of it. Yep. And I hate playing when you don't have a full party of people. Yeah, I don't like doing that either. And so. I don't Get, getting randoms in there. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I mean, I, I love I love playing video games with Clint and Leo, but Leo doesn't get on until like fucking ten p.m. Leo's about to have his second child. I know. Today. He he told me on Saturday. So I've been playing with Leo a lot because I'm like, well, I'm gonna be playing with Leo a lot more after this. Two childrens. So, uh, yeah, I had to give it a break. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the Ooh. DLC. Same. I busted uh, it into it. The fucking second one is awful. The uh, the Atlantis one, dude. It, I okay. So I played the first the first episode of the first DLC, mm-hmm. and then I um, John guest on the show. Uh, he he suggested I go do Atlantis first because the the rewards going into it are just incredible. So I'm like, okay, I get it. I step into Elysium and get my ass handed to me. Mm-hmm. They're all the same level as me, but they are is kicking it, my ass. I never played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but is it's that great. like a NPC? It's, great. it's hanging your ass. Uh, or oh yeah. Online, okay. Oh yeah. They are kicking my ass. 
Not me. Uh, did you played you played through uh, Legacy of the First Blade, right? Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Okay. I, now, when I bought the Divinity Two, I put a hundred hours in that thing in two weeks, and I had to step away. I didn't touch my Xbox until like three weeks ago for like a month. But it's also the greatest RPG. I can I can attest to that. My gosh, it's so good. It's fucking I, great. I could not step away from it, and I was. Yeah, it was, it was retarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was I took a so break much. from Assassin's Creed because I've I've actually been playing that a lot the last couple months uh, to get finally beat it, get caught up, and mess around. And then I started doing the DLC, and I did the first episode all in one night. But um, after getting my ass handed to me in uh, Elysium, I was like, nope. And then I was I remembered that okay, Monster Hunter Iceborne's coming out, so I've been putting my dick pretty hard in that. Ooh. Oh yeah. I got my Divine Slasher longsword. I don't know if I'm going to finish the Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC because the story is super awful. Yeah. Which is one of the complaints I had with Assassin's Creed Odyssey to begin with. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think the story was awful, uh, but you you said compared to Origins, it's awful. You can't, you can't, like, it doesn't matter what media it is. Like, if you take the story from Origins, remove all of the gameplay, and literally just put it on paper versus the story of Odyssey and put it on paper, you cannot compare the two and say that Odyssey has a better story one for one. You cannot, because it does not. Odyssey has a lot of... They, they pulled a lot from Greek mythology itself and, like, put it into its own story surrounding the Peloponnesian War. So, I mean, it a lot of it was borrowed... It's whatever. I mean, Origins was borrowed, too. It just... I mean, you had good plot hooks. You took a revenge story and then threw in all the shit that you just said. Yeah. And made it... Uh, what's the word? Enticing. Mm-hmm. You had a reason to go from place to place instead of just wandering. Yeah. yeah. It has to be... Yeah. For me to play I, a game like that, it has to. I really enjoyed the story of Odyssey. It has to have good gameplay, or I won't play it. I mean, it's not the best story I've ever played, but I enjoyed it. Well, yeah, I, I didn't say I hated it, but it's not. It's like comparing the fucking Lord of the Rings to Twilight. <laughs> you ask your audience what's their favorite game right now. Oh, yeah, put your favorite game up there right now. Nate Phillips says, "Little bit of Tyler Wasau coming out." Sure. What's what's so? What's so? It's just it's it's not it's not as good. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since the very first one. Oh wow! See, I didn't play the first one until two, until 2012. Uh, I discovered there's the, what like 10, 15 of them now. Close. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I I found out about Assassin's Creed three, and I had always wanted to play the series in general, but I, I saw Assassin's Creed three saw. Uh, the character you're playing as, which ended up being a huge letdown. Um, and I saw the era you're playing in, which is Revolutionary America. That's pretty cool. And I loved it. I I loved Assassin's Creed 3. The story was a little Remember lackluster. Remember that Revolutionary but... game we played when we were first-person shooter? Revolutionary War? Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too. What game is that? I don't remember the name of it. I don't it. remember, but it, it, it was, was a good one. Yeah. It was like a, a one-off studio did it. It was, mm-hmm. it was really good. And then there was... There's one with like trench warfare too, but I'm a first person shooter type guy. Mm, yep. 
Yeah, I grew up on them. And Clint and I used to lock ourselves into his bedroom. A lot of people would be like, why th- are you playing video games at your age, like 27, 28? It's like, well, I grew up with them, and I fucking enjoy them, so shut your mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get a lot of people like, tell me that. The but. the night that I beat the first episode of the DLC, um, I I didn't go to bed until like 2 o'clock. And I, I, I climbed into bed, and Miranda's like, why are you just now coming to bed? And I'm like, I was playing a video game. Until two, I'm like, yes, I'm an adult. That's uh, it's, that's <laughs> normal for me anymore. So. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm an adult. I can stay up as late as I fucking want. Yeah. Like, who cares? On on the weekend, not I getting, not getting grandpush anymore. Yeah. And then wait for her to leave and get back up. <laughs> <laughs> on so, the weekends, I will literally play video games until five thirty or six o'clock in the morning. If it's I a, if it's I a could, hobby. I mean, we love it. I could, so. but like, I I limit. I did have to watch the kids in the morning, so. Like she's like, I would still, I would still yeah. play until five. She's like, you're gonna be miserable in the morning. I was like, I don't care. Worth it. Uh, yeah, it was like I really enjoyed that first part of that DLC. So I'm looking forward to continuing it when I, whenever I do. Uh, however, Monster Hunter, I've like I said, I've been balls deep in that again. Uh, trying to get a few extra things, you know, get my chops back up. What day does Iceborne come out? September sixth. Okay. Well, when I get back from vacation, we'll we'll power game me back. Okay. Get me caught back up, because it won't take very long. Like I said, I just got this long sword called uh, the Divine Slasher, and in order to get it, you have to do like arena and challenge quests, which I hate doing those. Yep. And uh, it, it actually wasn't. It, it's not bad if you have other people playing with you, but solo sucks dick. I'm good with all the shit that I have. Yeah. I have all the armor sets that I want. And all those are going to be irrelevant come Iceborne anyway. So. Eh, kind of. I mean, you'll. I'm going to get all the shit that I want in Iceborne. So. Yeah, because I mean they're they're introducing Master Rank, which is basically G Rank from the previous games. Right. Um. I'm excited. Me uh, too. They're they're they. they uh, Eric's Gaming put out a video today, uh, showing like all the buffs and debuffs and stuff that are going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll have to watch the, that. Do the Clutch still, Claw. Do you still cool. stream game? Streaming? Occasionally. We Occasionally. Prob- we might. We might do it. I don't know. Do a podcast about streaming games. I mean, I I still do it occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> Not Dr. Disrespect style, but... No. On his level. Yeah. I don't have 12 hours a day to stream and play <laughs> video games. I'd really like to get, like, an Elgato card so i can bring my ps4 down here and 109 dollars and yours and actually you get you have one no i'm Uh-oh. just saying you spend 109 dollars and you can have one <laughs> yeah you're right oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah jesus no I'd, I'd like to have that because i would like to Christmas use this streaming miranda el gato card i do and, but i mean i'd i'd like to be able to do all this and stream oh, okay. to all the services not just twitch or mixer, or mixer, which we we don't we don't stream to t- mixer. I was talking to Brandon about doing that today. They I need to sign up for that. Well, they guys got Ninja over there now. I don't yep. watch Twitch streamers ever. Or mixer, Me either. But it's a big thing. They make the money. only the only person I watch on Twitch is uh, Matt Heffy from Trivium. He does yeah. like guitar videos and like acoustic sets and stuff on there. It's pretty cool. That's cool though. It's on Twitch though. It's... Yeah, the, a lot of musicians I go watch to Twitch. Play Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch. So. Yeah, like it's it. Twitch is they they have so many different categories. Like sewing's a category on there. No, oh. like, 
Good for you guys. It's YouTube 2.0. Yeah. That's that's pretty neat. I'm just live streaming it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I dig I, it. maybe I should open a Twitch account then. Do it. Chase Thrist Twitch. Chase Thrist Twitch. I can't say that twice. <laughs> Chase Thrist TTV. There you go. Is that how you say it? Twitch sure. TV or something like that? Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's actually, uh, YouTube is going downhill. Uh, really? Currently. Uh, there's a new, um, there's a new platform called library coming up and it's taking a lot of the big YouTubers and like, they're going to that platform instead because YouTube has, um, really just, they, they went to a corporate. Yeah. I mean, standpoint. the algorithm I mean, changed Google. so bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, they are Google. Yeah. I mean, once they, yeah. So they've, they're slowly going toward that era of like being TV. I mean, you, you say you watch TV on there, so mm-hmm. well, yeah, uh, they, I mean, I, the I, whole like creative thing about YouTube is kind of dying and they're just sweeping those guys to the side. Like, you know, fuck you guys. We don't care about you anymore. And they're going to like the, you know, national television and movies and stuff like that. So, um, and then every day they get, you get less compensated for what you're doing on there. So obviously people are going to, you know, go different ways or that's why you always see people like, Oh, Going to my Patreon because they don't get yeah. enough money at all. For well, yeah, uh, YouTube demonetizes people for cussing now, or, or it's yeah, been about a yeah, year or two. You have, you have like these people that have farms that will set up and they will like copyright claim all these videos. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. So if you put like you know twenty hours into the video, then it gets copyright claimed. You don't have any choice to just demonetize yeah. it. Um, Dispute it for fair use. Yep, and then usually sometimes you'll just get shafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Fricker from specter sound media uh his channel he's notorious for saying fuck a lot and just yelling constantly um and youtube started demonetizing him because mm-hmm. he used such foul language uh I'll so my videos too but. so he he started uh it's all it's a one dollar tier uh on his patreon it's called spend a buck give a fuck oh. and that's allowed him to uh live solely off of patreon and fuck youtube for demonetizing him yeah that's crazy though. <laughs> i mean there there are videos he still gets monetized for but uh yeah so that's cool that's insane like some of the like I, the biggest youtube check i've ever gotten was like 600 dollars, and that was off of over a million views in a month so you take that like most people don't get that mm-hmm. at all and i've i've my videos have just gone downhill because i don't give a shit anymore i shouldn't say that but i have i religiously would let like get one out every week and then i'm just like there's that's why i got into the trouble i was with storage units like oh i need to buy a storage unit this week just, just to for, get a fucking just video for content out. yeah, yeah and then i so i would never get to the point of selling stuff and just be in the corner so um i stopped doing that and just kind of release whatever i want and yeah there's it's people it's, like shit on a schedule mm-hmm. yep it's true yep. and i i can't make that it's, it's, that's, it's unrealistic that's why I, I do my best to make this show every tuesday at least for the live, mm-hmm. you know. Some people want to see audio. That. We can get out Thursday, regardless. That's easy. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the live show that like I'm truly worried about, and getting this. Well, yeah, the the, ch- the path I chose was just unrealistic for me. Trying to buy a storage <laughs> unit every week while working two other jobs. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, know, and then trying to sell all that stuff. No, I just don't have time. It was fun, but I don't have yeah. Time. I mean, you could break it out into different videos, but then you're just doing the same thing through your videos. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, one of those things where I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it, it's crazy how YouTube's changed. Like, 
it, it's changing it changed into this thing where people the creators content creators i mean it, it that was early on but it really blew up and for me youtube was always just this thing this place where i could put my funny like my funny fucking just happenings mm-hmm. and just I have a upload them. for that for i have like yeah. one channel and fucking concert videos it, and oh yeah. my idiot friends doing this stupid shit and just whatever. I never really did it for the money though. I did no, me like, I think it was for me. It was like a library. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm twenty, like twenty years from now, I can go back and watch them. Like, oh, I was mm-hmm. doing that in my twenty. It was like That's a library cool. and a way to share your yeah. videos, share your memories. Like, like I said, I, I used to shoot a lot of like uh, shows, like local local shows mm-hmm. and concerts and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, check this out. I, I saw these guys. And then I did vocal covers for a while and. There's a way to there's share my there's music. There's some people that just go hard to paint on yep. YouTube, and they go, they want to get into that YouTube fame and want to make yep. the YouTube money, which it's not. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to. It'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's like uh, I don't think a lot of people realize just how much work it takes. A these lot of YouTubers are doing. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> one to consistently be creative mm-hmm. and put out new shit, new concepts. Build on what you're doing. It's not for everyone. No. Not just anybody can be YouTube. No. I mean, and and it's so hard. You can. It's so hard to get to that level where you are solely YouTube because, I mean, to be creative at that level, uh, you got to get past the, I have a regular job, which Mm -hmm. having a regular job tends to stifle creativity. And then it's just a constant battle. Yeah. Which is kind of what I, the problem I have with this show is I, I want to do this full time. Yeah. In some way or another. But at the same time, to get there I have to figure out what to, to do. Grind, like every waking moment. Yeah. But I need to have a job. Yeah, you gotta pay bills, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta pay bills. I got a lot of shit I gotta pay. Part of yeah. the problem with YouTube is the nomenclature has changed. So you're no longer content creators. You're now influencers. So the way to make money on YouTube is to influence people's purchasing decisions. That's why you have mm-hmm. all those like freaking Amazon links in somebody's yep. video. That's where I got all my stuff. And, like, you know, I get mm-hmm. probably get some good money off that, but I didn't. I've never asked anybody off YouTube for money. Like I just I just do my thing. And if you like it, you know, whatever. Yeah, of course. Well, there's a lot of companies out there that will pay you to do positive reviews. Look, look uh, at this. For this, their- this is my very first sponsor right here. I had one sponsored video ever. This is Alpha Elite, and uh, I did. They paid me like a hundred bucks for a video. It's it's one I did like last year, where I was blowing up shit from. I had guns and shit. Yeah. Blowing it up, but <laughs> that video got like five hundred views, <laughs> and uh, they never did it with me again. But it was it was pretty cool though. Like I got a sponsorship for a video, and they sent me some shit, like a hat and shirt, and it was pretty cool. But Pretty that's cool. been, that's been some of the drama with YouTube the last year, year and a half is you know you watch a review of something and then the the person that is reviewing the product the first thing they say is I was not paid to review this product to give a positive review for this product when in reality they actually were <laughs> yeah they were yeah it's what a what a fucking uh... that's been the trend like. That's such a money changes everything. 
I don't even. I don't it's even. Crazy. I'll tell you right now. Words. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> if uh, Rode microphones made the shittiest microphone in existence and called me tomorrow and said, "I will give you twenty five hundred dollars to make th- a three video series about this microphone and give it five stars in every one," I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Well, yeah. It's it's really funny that you this this is the subject. So uh, a few years ago, I donated or I I purchased I pre-ordered I pre-ordered a set of wireless ear like true wireless earbuds mm-hmm. called Kanoa. And Kickstarter style? Oh, it was. I think it started as a Kickstarter, but I pre-ordered directly from their website. Yeah. Uh. So I, I I think I did like the like the hundred it was like an early bird special like one hundred fifty bucks, Whew. or maybe three hundred something like it was it was way more than I should have spent but whatever we all know the story of my debt. Mm-hmm. So fast forward it's it's crunch time they're like okay we're they're they're sh- the cool thing was they were constantly sharing like updates and pictures and videos of like what they were doing mm-hmm. and all that, and it, it's like all right well. We're gonna push back because we found a better driver for the for the headphone. Like it, it, it's a better quality thing. We're gonna test it out and we're gonna start putting it to putting it into the mm-hmm. headphones. Time goes by. They pushed back to May. May comes. They're like, all right, well, uh, we found this and then this happened. Come July, all right. Um, we just shipped out our first uh, our first batch to like the the people that are gonna be reviewing. So I, I didn't, unbeknownst to me, uh, so all of a sudden, they're gone. Oh, yeah. Some guy on YouTube got a hold of the uh, one of these review models, and they worked like shit. <laughs> they, were com- they were complete shit. Garbage. Uh, another person got them, and, and they, they and it, well, the, the guy that got the shit model... He was like he he contacted Kanoa. And we're like, hey, uh, I don't know what's going on. I think maybe this might be a bad pair. So if I send this back, will you send me another pair to review and hopefully? So they did that. And he doesn't know if he did, if they just sent him back the same exact pair or the second pair was just complete shit. But it didn't work again. So he said, all right, make a review on it. And it. He's like I he he did a review on it. But before he sent the review, he sent the review to the company and was like, "I'm going to post this. I just want you to know that." <laughs> oh god. And they offered him money to not post it. Oh, I bet. They're yeah. like, "We will pay you this much to give a good review." Like you were talking about. And he says, "Fuck that." Instead instead of posting the video, the review video, he added to the review video and, and talked about what they that they were going to offer him money he says no my channel is not it, I'm, I'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna waste the integrity of my channel for 500 bucks if you take somebody's word at face value you're an idiot anyway so fuck the integrity i'll take the money <laughs> oh god well he didn't sorry and because because he didn't and he put out this 20 minute video explaining this whole ordeal and how bad these things were uh Overnight, the company just ghosted. The guy who owned the company took all the money fucking to an island. Yep, because of that guy posting that video. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. there's another there's another review video, and they're like, yeah, these things work fine. Uh, the, I, 
there's another review out there, but uh, it's, it seems he had a bad pair or something, but this pair that I got worked just fine. Did you get your money back? No, I did not. Mm. Oh, yeah. You didn't That's... get your money back because of that guy. So, <laughs> Well, yeah. It, that so, happens a lot on Kickstarter, though. People will start yeah. shit up and then just, like, I was, gone. I was part of a class that, action lawsuit that never went through. Never went through? Never went through. They, they said they couldn't do it. After a year, they finally told us, like, hey, it's, it's not going to happen. The guy is just completely, he's a ghost. Like, I and, and the guy had done it, I think, three times before. Ooh, yeah. there's a big thing. He, yeah. he had collected over, like, $300,000 just off of Kanoa alone. Yeah. And then had some shit pair. Of, yep. Just painted uh, the, over there a are, shit pair. The, there are people that actually went to the Kanoa offices, and it's just, like, abandoned yeah just abandoned it's crazy that they actually shared videos and photos and stuff of like them making the product and like Mm -hmm. several of them several gotta make it believable (laughs) dude it it, it was nuts how believable it was i was was thinking like that was gonna be the ending of your story is how they did it's like they're gone and they took all the money yeah they did i went to my credit card and i was like hey so this happened they're like well did you did you make the purchase within the last six months i said no it's Ooh. been it's been over two years. <laughs> That's awful. And they're like, yeah, there's there's nothing That's we can do about it. The long con right there. Yeah, that was and uh, oh well. So and that's of, why I don't support Kickstarter projects. I usually don't. I, I I'm never not have. Be bamboozled. I, I support it. The only the only Kickstarter beside again, I didn't support that on Kickstarter. I support that directly on their website. Either way, but the only Kickstarter I've supported, and I think it might have been it might have been Indiegogo. But it was a solar freaking roadways. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. And they actually put it to use in like Missouri, I think. It was like Missouri or Arkansas. Yeah. That's the solar man right there. He knows. Yeah, solar roadways are pretty cool, but dude, it was. Expensive. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like that. That was. It had LEDs in it, and it, it was supposed to be the roadways of the future. And they're probably implementing it somewhere else, just not America. It'd be really cool. You know what's really we're, cool? We're anti anything like that. Yeah, for sure. It was super. It was a super cool concept. I, I mean, I have I have a degree in alternative energy. Yeah, and you can't really use it here in Indiana, at least. You have to go, you know, a more of a liberal area. And that's such a shame. I mean, I use it like for my main job because I, I my main job is I work for Vectron Gas mm-hmm. and I give out rebates. So that's kind of the same, but not really. Uh, I guess it's in the more the greener side of things, but. Also, Vectron is also, you know, a gas company. So, but <laughs> yeah, natural gas getting pumped out, fracked, fracked out of the ground. So, you can do what you need to do. And there's there's solar jobs here, but there's very far and few between. And if you want a solar job, you're you're getting paid like twelve bucks an hour to start out. And that's not if not you're a union electrician. Well, yeah, yeah, it's wet's like completely different. like if you get a, a degree like what I have, like to go out and find a job, like you have to start from the bottom of like a solar or job the really the money is for like with wind and that's kind of i wouldn't say dying down but it's being shut down leg- legislation like everyone shut but it's it down. bad for the environment oh yeah uh it, it it's it's bad for uh the migratory patterns of birds and uh, a lot of wind a lot of noise pollution there's a whole and apparently argument. causes cancer wind cancer wind cancer gets you <laughs> don't worry i just don't understand why we don't harness the power of the ocean Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say the atom. They are. I mean, they're doing everything they can to get energy somewhere, but because, yeah. 
Do you remember that that movie Southland Tales? It was like this really weird, like futuristic movie with had Sean William Scott, The Rock, uh, a shit ton of people, and it just followed like all these different people. And um, one of the big things was it was it was kind of like a mix between what you just said, harnessing the power of the ocean, and uh, Tesla with wireless fucking energy transmission. Mm-hmm. And they were basically there's this company that was harnessing the power of the ocean and they were about to start this sending it out and it was going to be completely wireless energy for everyone across the globe. And it was nuts. Um, I got lobbied against. <laughs> no, I don't know. Lobbyist money will change everything. It was some weird fucking movie. I, I, heard of it. I haven't watched it. Oh, since, it's a movie. Okay. It's yeah. I haven't thing. watched it since like I was in high school. So I mean, that was probably my junior oil, oil lobbyist. will. Yeah, it's probably my junior. Get enough high money, they'll do anything. That's what that's what house household comes down to. Just like a pharmaceutical lobbying. Well, I, that, I, that happens a lot too. I've I've thrown that statistic around a lot on the show. Every major industry in the world in the world combined does not equal the amount of money that the American pharmaceutical industry lobbies every year. Yeah, every single crazy. industry combined worldwide. Does not equal the amount of money that the maybe, American pharmaceutical company yeah. lobbies. Maybe for. it should be a lobbyist for pharmaceutical companies. What? Maybe I, maybe I should become a lobbyist for them. Jesus, <laughs> solve all my money problems. Yeah. I wonder how many lobbies they got on payroll. That's kind of crazy. Probably not enough. Could use a couple more. Well, go job search. <laughs> but now, so like the, the company Monster. that I work com. for, um, <laughs> the company that I work for is now certifying us as solar technicians. Oh, that's cool. So now we are cornering our own little portion of the market share. The Houston or mm-hmm. cool. Really? It's awesome. How do you feel about that? Is you cool with that? Well, yeah. They need to do something. Yeah. Indiana. I mean, they, the only thing, the other- goal, the goal of every union is to unionize every industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're a non-union electrician, just speaking from my own experience, you get paid shit. My number one goal as an organization, not as a contractor, because the contractors are businesses. The union, the brotherhood, we are there to take work away from you. So you don't take work away from us. Yeah, that's true. Because my work is safer, more lucrative. I get paid more money. Yeah. I have a longer lifespan, better uh, quality of life, blah, blah, blah. Better rights. Well, yeah, I mean, because we, we fight for them. Yep. Um, we're bargaining employees. We decide what we get paid, not you. And um, our quality of work is better. So. It's true. There's an incentive to the consumer to spend a little bit more money up front to have me do it than to have you do it. Because in all reality, I'm not getting paid 12 bucks an hour to fist fuck myself and, and pretend I'm an electrician. Yeah. I am an electrician. There's some wires up. And they, yeah. There you I, go. I can't even pretend to be an electrician. I know. That's why you call me. And I He's tell got the you, training. you should learn a little bit. <laughs> and I don't have time. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go back to college, and I am not excited about it. Yeah. I get another year of, up. Another year of the teacher not teaching you? No, this this year should be way better. Um Tech, we all say. To actually have an instructor. No, I, I personally know the instructor, <laughs> yeah, so it should be that's better. Good. I am not the greatest instructor, I'll tell you right now. Do but. you show up to class every day? 
Yes, I do. Okay, do you have a vendetta against your students because they are students? Okay, no. Okay, then you are a better instructor than the okay, one I just that's had. that's weird. I try to, you know, nurture good people. Yeah, see? Right there. I always, even when I, when I start classes, because I started teaching right out of college. So I graduated in December of 2016, and I started teaching in January of 2017. And it was just a weird transition because a lot of the students I was teaching were actually in People class with me. Class with. So I was like, it just flip flopping. Like, hey, I'm your teacher now. So it was kind of weird. And then I, I always start every class be like, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not a 60 year old man that usually is here that has 40 years experience. I am just, you know, I'm basically your age, or I'm actually usually a lot younger by mm-hmm. 20, 20 years by some of the students I have. So hey, you know, I don't know everything, so we're just gonna go through this and. It's a class. It's usually a class I don't never take. I've never, never taken. Um, I don't know this class. I don't know everything, and we're just gonna do it together. So mm-hmm. I just try to stay a chapter ahead of them, and usually time that. It, it so you don't teach happens. the same class every time, no. or they just kind of like whatever. Like Ivy Tech works like where I'm a 1099 contractor for Ivy Tech. That's what an adjunct adjunct is. But I teach four classes still. But since they they can get away with like you know 1099, but it's still a good pay. Um, they just give me whatever's available. Whatever the uh, chairman or the regular, uh, you know, full-time professors will teach, or they have like extra classes, and uh, so that's I usually just end up getting random classes. So I've, really, and I went through and all the random classes I've taught, I could actually get like two more degrees, but they don't. They don't. Yeah, count. I think you you yeah. said you shared something about so that. I, I, I graduated with alternative energy, but if I I've been teaching a lot of industrial technology, like uh, I do, uh, like robotics, automation. Um, you know, fluid power. I just did um, electrical wiring systems, which I taught basically electricians how to wire through conduit and wire up boxes and stuff, which I've never done. Let me tell you, I've never done that. So I had to learn, learn myself before I taught them, which was kind of, it was a little bit uh, on edge because it's like having a non-electrician try to teach electricity. And I've, <laughs> I know electricity. I just don't know industrial electricity. Like yeah. when you get the 208, and the, the huge voltages. So you're talking, s- you're talking three phase stuff. Yeah. And I've never done that. And, um, I just try to stay a chapter ahead and it was kind of weird. And cause just a fun fact, uh, you could pan- die from that stuff. Your like panel, easily. well, a quarter of an amp will kill you. Yeah. So the higher the voltage, the lower the amperage, the lower the voltage, the higher the amperage. Yep. So quarter of an amp will kill you. Your panel over there on the wall is single phase alternating current. In reality, it's two phases. It's two phases, but but the industry calls it single phase. So it's A phase, B phase. In America, in the United States, North America, Canada, and then parts of South America, alternating current is 60 hertz maximum. Mm-hmm. So 60 times a second, it's hitting 120 volts, zero. 120 volts, zero. It's called a waveform. Mm-hmm. Or a, uh, uh, yeah, it's a waveform, just like that, except electricity. So when is you, that why it's called alternating? Because it, mm-hmm. well, it's called alternating current because it's not, it's not power. It's not, uh, it's not DC. It's not direct. Yeah, it's not. Uh, the current, the current carrying conductors are not constantly carrying current. Constantly carrying current. Herpendier. A little bit of a tune teaster there, <laughs> pal. Um, in Europe, I think it's 35 hertz. 
Well, that was 50 over there. I don't know. It's 35 or 50. Somewhere in there. But so 60 times a second with with alternating current, when you go into three-phase, you have multiple waveforms. Yeah, you have... So at the peak of one, it's 120 or... Well, it's not 120. 208 or, you know, whatever. You have another waveform that's at zero, and then you have another waveform that's in parallel with the first one that is also at that peak voltage. And we can also get into how VARs work. Mm-hmm. But we're not getting into that. No. <laughs> Clinton, I know some shit. It's all above my head. Yeah. You know, when I got into, when I went to Ivy Tech, I'm like, I do not want to do the electricity because it scares the shit out of me and it's really complicated and that's all I do now. So, well, like this this semester, I'm teaching fluid power, which is hydraulics. Mm-hmm. And then I'm teaching um, um, advanced mechatronic systems as well. So that's like with uh, pneumatics and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. But it's kind of, it's really cool because my when I graduated school, I mean, I never got I, – I went into, like, this industry where I am right now where I don't get to use my skills I learned in college. Like, it, it's Excel, spreadsheet, emailing. I don't use hands-on anything. Um, so it's cool to I stay in the industry with you know, Ivy Tech and still learn and still teach and still get my hands on shit while I'm doing that because I don't do that yeah. at all for my job. When are you going to go on sabbatical? Something I can complain about it. What's that? <laughs> I said, when are you going to go on sabbatical so I can complain about it? Sabbatical? I don't know. I don't think I'm going to. Good. This pleases me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't complain about my job. I freaking love my job. So. I, I just think if, if fucking college professors get sabbaticals, then I should get one. I mean, I'm not really a college professor, but. I mean, but you are. Yeah, adjunct professor. But, but you are. I mean, I do the same thing as a professor i'm just not full-time right just it's interesting i'm going on three years in december or january yeah i've went on a rant about how sabbaticals are dumb and they make me mad that was a little while ago that was like december i feel like it was i feel like you get sabbatical if you're a tenure yeah okay yeah because it was like one of the first few episodes we did in this house there's a lot of politicking and stuff i don't want to get into as far as like ivy tech goes just just as a community college Stupid politics could go on through. I would never work there full time. I don't have the credentials to work there full time. I don't think I've ever would. So there's a lot of uh, you know, like the dean and you know, chairman and all that good stuff. And uh, I don't have to deal with any of that in my job. So I know uh, to have a or to teach a history of organized labor class, you have to have a master's degree. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck it. You can do that with YouTube. F it in the A. That's kind of how I. That's kind of what led me to my decision to drop out of college was I the the degrees I was going for it, whether yeah, I mean, whether like, it was what I started going for which was graphics design well, or paper. creative I mean, writing yeah you don't a need of, a degree no you don't no you just need a portfolio yeah you don't need a degree for creative writing no you just need a portfolio unless you're going to teach creative writing exactly that's the only thing you need a degree for creative writing looking back I wish I would have gone for like Broadcasting, audio engineering. I have I have ranted about how. I bet SIA will pay for that. No. Nope. Only the stuff they want you to go for. Basically, I have a lot of SIA general students. Management. Yeah. Engineering. engineering. Yeah. I have ranted about how dumb the idea of a college degree is since I was about fifteen years I old. You were gonna say three. No, since <laughs> three I was about old. fifteen years old. It is. Here's Tyler at three. Fuck. 
college. <laughs> well, it's not. And, and people like. I loved my time in college, but I well, mean, yeah, I didn't do it. Like I didn't go to frat parties. I, I, I was a. I'm I mean, a full-time I, student, but I also work full-time. I went so. to Ivy Tech, so definitely no frat I parties for me. I did went to not frat have parties the, when uh, I was in high school, so. I'm not smart enough to go to Purdue. Sorry. I don't have the money to go to Purdue. I don't want to get uh, $100,000 in debt to go to Purdue. Um, and I don't have a company that will actually pay me to go to Purdue, so. There um, lies the problem. So. And I'm actually done with college, man. I did three years of it, and it's like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm teaching it, so yeah. it seems. I try, so Ivy Tech will actually pay your classes for you. I did it a few times. Uh, well, just once actually, once you teach there for like two years, like, Oh, you can take classes for free now at Ivy tech. So I did some engineering classes and I freaking hated it, but, um, yeah, I, I can't be in the other side of the classroom anymore. I, I've already graduated from that to the other side. I don't want to be, yeah. I'll, if it's something I like, I'll do it, but it's like, uh, I that, mean, that's something I've always wanted like to going do is back down take to the classes. Side. I, I don't care about getting a degree. I just want to learn things. A lot of, a lot of people do that for with my classes. They'll just take yeah. it and they, um, I teach a lot of industrial trades, so it's a lot of people in like factories that you know they'll they'll pay you to be there. So. Yeah. But like the whole idea that this that a piece of paper, an imaginary object that holds no value, elevates your position in society above people who do not have that piece of paper. Well, the piece of paper will credit it's your credibility. Yeah, it represents what you've learned. Okay. But sometimes they don't give you a so chance. What if, so what if that piece of paper represents underwater basket weaving? Well, then they're going to hire the underwater basket weaver over then you. Then you can get a job Unless underwater. you can impress them in your interview well, if no, they no, give no. you one. Well, I mean, you can defend it. That's fine. We'll, we'll have this. A lot system. of degrees hold, hold we'll nothing. Have, I mean, it, it, holds, it, it, it shows nothing. It proves nothing other go, than you went to – you did something for a period of time consistently. Yeah. I mean – I, I mean, my job I have right now requires a bachelor's degree, and I got it without associates. So I just proved that. I mean, it's through my same company, but um, it requires a bachelor's degree, and I don't I don't have one of those. And I didn't have an associates, but I was really good at my job, and I, I applied for the promotion, and I got it. But and the job I had beforehand required a you know associates degree. So I, I usually say that doesn't. It's not a huge barrier you can overcome, but unless you're, unless it's a, a popular job. At, like 50 or 60 people are applying for, they're usually going to look for a degree or, or look, look for relevant experience mm-hmm. anymore nowadays. I mean, relevant experience will pretty much trump a degree nowadays. And that makes sense. That's how it should be. Unless yeah. it's a, a master's degree in um, creative writing and you're doing something if, creative. If you, got writing, a mas- if you got a master's degree in creative writing, you're in debt. <laughs> like, one, you're in debt. Two, your ear holes. good luck getting out of that debt because you get, you get a Bernie Sanders save us. What are you gonna? How are you gonna get the? How are you gonna get a paying job with creative writing? I mean, the best thing you can do is journalism. journalism. Journalism, which is all can fuck nowadays. Write so. a fucking best-selling novel. To no, add, by to, the not not one like twelve. To add a little bit to my exposition. Um, the idea that having a degree elevating you above someone who doesn't have a degree is inherently wrong because the person who doesn't have the degree might actually be more educated on the subject than you just doesn't have the piece of paper to show yeah. anyone else. Like, hey, I got a degree. Hey, I got a degree. I'm about to have a degree, and I could give two fucks about it because it doesn't mean anything because I have a skill, Yeah, not a piece of paper. Not an imaginary object. 
well, that piece of paper is supposed to represent your knowledge of a it's scale. It's an imaginary object. It is. And, you know, the the idea behind it is that they, the whoever got the degree supposedly put in the time, put in the effort, gained the knowledge. Okay. But so that's not always the case. I've used this this kind of uh, a fun little phrase on the show before. If you and I are in medical school and we both graduate, but I graduate top of the class and you do just enough to skate by. Well, that's are, that's the that's what, what I was just saying. That's both just doctors. That's what that's I just bullshit. said. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who can just skate by and there are people that actually put in the time. But because effort. you have that piece of paper, you're more important to society than I am. Well, to be honest, I wouldn't let somebody operate on me if they didn't have a medical degree of any kind. No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have. <laughs> I've the, been doing this in my basement for a while. You shouldn't have the training. <laughs> yeah. But because you're a doctor does not make you more important to society than me. Or you. Or you. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. And just because you did enough to skate by in medical school realistically means that you're a piece of shit because you don't really care about what you're doing. But because you have that medical degree to then do your residency and, and your internship and all that bullshit. That's really hard nowadays, though, to be yeah. honest. No, it is. I don't think anybody can just skate by with that. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, if Go to any doctor in Lafayette, then you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, Fairfield doctor, I remember that guy. Yeah. He graduated bottom of the class. So it's just it, – it's, it's, it's frustrating because of the culture that we have. Uh, it's been indoctrinated since the 50s. For education. Since the 50s, it's been indoctrinated. It's just so. dumb. Yeah. Well, that's how they, that's how they want you to, to perceive you're only society. You're only a valuable member of society if you have a college degree. But you can't get a job with that college degree that you have, and now you're a shit a ton of, of that. So now we control you. Like the last five years, five to ten years, I think people are becoming a lot more woke in the I subject. Think it is changing a little bit. I mean, uh, depending on the uh, depending on the job. Yeah, what, like a lot, a lot for. more people are like, I don't, I don't need a college degree for this, or I don't need a college degree. I'll just go work. And, and then the people are getting into the upper management nowadays, or you know, are us, and they will see that and they'll be like, well, yeah. I mean, if you can plead your Plead your case, but yeah, I've worked in this industry for 15 years. I just didn't go to college. So they'll give you a break sometimes, but yeah. I mean, if, if I was looking at a, if two resumes were next to me and a guy had eight years of math, master's degree in some certain thing I'm hiring for, and the other guy had, you know, 15 years' experience, I'd probably would try to go with the guy with 15 years' experience, depending on how the interview went. But um, it's just weird how it all works out now. The whole interview process is bullshit, too. <laughs> <laughs> Because well, you need that though. Like you just can't hire somebody based off their credentials. You right. Know who they are. Right. But you can't hire someone based just on their social interaction either. Well, that's true, but you have to. You have both to sides vet of the coin, my out. man. It's both you, sides of the coin. You have to vet your applicants out somehow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's like, there's companies that will do weird things like a workshop and see how you work with people and stuff like that and see your skills but the point that i'm trying to make is that i think saa so- does that still doesn't they They have like uh, this huge like thing they have to go through like uh, to see if you're i i could not tell you i'll tell i could tell you what i went through i can tell you that they don't do what i went through anymore then they have like this like line you have to go on and like assemble something or like 
You have like a, a I mean, set of I, nuts and bolts. You have to like put them in something. Really out of the fast. three people in the room, I'm the last one to go through it. So I mean, I could accurately. What they, they do? So that was two years ago. Yeah. That was like that was like an entry level position though, right? Like it wasn't <laughs> a yeah. highly skilled job. Associate. Yeah. CTI, mm-hmm. CTI temporary so they, they just associate. like didn't want a complete idiot being in there pretty much, right? So what I went through, I went through a written test, which was just watching a bunch of videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I slept through all mine and still passed. Yeah, dude, it's just common. I did it that, I, it's just the com- one that, that you part's common through, sense. I went through too. And then there's like there's like math and reading comprehension stuff, and it's it's just it's not about exactly getting the right answer. You're, or you 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 don't need to spend a lot of time because all the answers are right in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of taking what they give you, fi- and the answer, and figuring out which one's the answer. So it's all comprehension. So that's the written part. Next, then if you pass that part, which you do, and that's mostly like a just a gauging where you're going to be placed type test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the same they, thing kind of for Fairfield a little bit. Well, then they have a physical test. There's mm-hmm. two of them. We never did that. Uh, huh? We never did that. Okay. Well, the first one is a uh, weight test. You have several different sizes of weights and a grid and a piece of paper or a, a, a binder that has instructions, one instruction per page. The instruction says, hey, put this colored weight in this location on the grid. You have to exhibit proper t- lifting technique and following instructions. Makes it's sense. cake. It's absolute cake. Uh, they give you an hour to do it. You usually finish half hour to 45 minutes in. Okay. Uh, second test, it's a line simulate door simulation test. You have several bolts and wiring connections, and mm-hmm. you gotta um, you got to make every connection that the page tells you and then mark which ones you didn't make, which connections you didn't make. There are, I think, six sets. If you didn't make at least... Five of those sets, you did not pass. So you're just out completely at the whole process? Yes. Okay. And you have an hour to do that. <laughs> I finished my hour. I was literally turning my page to the last set when the hour was up. Oh. Yeah. So you didn't make it? I did make it. You I mean, did. I'm still there. Okay. <laughs> uh, going on eight years now. Yep. I did that and then Almost got your tenure. <coughs> and they say, hey. But the the most recent one is it's basically like a uh, it's basically like high school. You go to class for a couple days, and then you tour each uh, each department of the facility, and then in each of those facilities, you do a little bit of hands on training. So, in trim shop, you got to shoot bolts. In engine shop, you don't do anything. Um, in paint shop, you shoot sealer. Or sand a lot of stuff. Well, we didn't sand anything. We just shot sealer. Well, I mean, not us, but like throughout the rest of the paint shop. Well, no, I'm just talking about what you go through as the applicant. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then stamping, you just watch, basically. Huh. So, and then you got to take some tests and... You basically take a test in each each area to see if you qualify for that area or not. And then they say that you get assigned randomly. And the, the, the tests that you take barely decide what position you get. I, I, I can't say. But that's why they're building a whole new training facility. Yeah. Like all the... 
like the shit that you're talking about, like they have a miniature line set up with Legos, but we didn't do any of that shit when I was there. Oh, and I like, I can't even tell you what it is now. That's why they're building the <clears throat> really expensive training facility Ooh. out in front of FIA currently. Yeah. I've never done the assembly type job like that. Me either. The closest I got to was Fairfield, but like it was, it was really cool because they don't do this anymore. As I I learned like through the apprenticeship there, where you would could you wouldn't call it an apprenticeship. It was like I I was with one guy that did all the machining. He showed me everything that like he taught me how to machine when I was there, and uh, I was with him for like six weeks, and then I went to the second shift because I was in school, and then I got put on my own. To run the machines, it was pretty. It was, it was fun. I enjoyed it, but I didn't like the being inside. And yeah, and Fairfield was just so smoggy. It it wrecked my asthma. I have asthma pretty bad, so I never I never have flare ups or anything. Like I I was in a CPAP machine. I was like a one or two years old for a long time, and I never had asthma that bad until I was in there. And I was like I was at two hundred thirty pounds, and I worked out every single day, and. uh and there just wrecked me. I don't know what it was. It was like you could just you couldn't see down the hallway because it was so smoggy. Because there's there wow. like thousands of machines cutting <clears throat> metal with oil. So yeah, that's where I lost my CDL because I couldn't pass with the asthma test. Huh. It's pretty. It's pretty insane. But yeah, it's. I think I get off topic here. <laughs> I think we were talking about. I think we we're talking about degrees, but um, we're just talking about random shit, my man. Just random shit. Honestly. So, something happened over the weekend. What's that? Uh, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Oh, yeah. Mm. Let's talk about that. He was murdered. Yeah. All I know is he was murdered and they tried to cover it up. <clears throat> I didn't really... I didn't All really I know is a week well. ago, every person in America hated each other. And then Saturday happens and all of a sudden, every everybody that hated each other is like, I still hate you, but I That's also... Wrong. We also both hate the Clintons. <laughs> I, I feel ashamed to, to share the name of Clinton with them. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I wasn't named after Bill Clinton. So I was, in, I was named after Clinton, Indiana. Ah, very small town of nowhere. I've never but heard of it. It's like back toward Crawfordsville. The 45. Yeah. It's okay. Far. There's nothing known there. Yeah. Not Clinton County. Cause that would be a shameful too. That's <laughs> Frankfurt. <laughs> Just as shameful as Bill Clinton. Oh, man. My wife's from Clinton County. <laughs> uh, so, so There's t- nothing wrong with Frankfurt. It's t- actually becoming Tyler, a better place. So. Fill us in on this whole Epstein you, are you subject. Are you the uh, expert? I, I don't know that I would consider myself the expert. Um, well, it, it's funny because you've mentioned early on in, the, in this show, not this episode, but this show, and then several times throughout that they're that Bill Clinton goes to this island in the Caribbean and fucks twelve year old girls. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're it's, right. It's in the it's in the media now. It's in the mainstream, mainstream media. Yeah. <clears throat> All you see on this Facebook. thing you've been talking about for damn near two years. I've been talking about this shit for about five years. I mean, on the show, right? But like, so this is this is a. a like a a bittersweet moment for me because yeah to know that it's true well i've known it was true the whole time what's really sad is it's it's fucked up because like i've talked about this on the internet here 
here lately, like when Epstein was arrested and, you, you know, should change the name to Epstein in this episode. I've had people comment and say stuff like, uh, on, on one of Nick Maxson's posts here recently, I commented something, you know, it's, it's really sad that people like myself have been talking about this shit for years and there are still people, there are still citizens defending these politicians that are constantly doing vile and evil shit. Oh, yeah. You should never, ever in your fucking lifetime defend a politician. <clears throat> I don't defend any politician. You should not. No one should. I don't give a shit. They do not give a fuck about you. And if you have kids, they'll fuck them, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. So the problem is uh, <laughs> a good apparently. example. This individual that I don't know replies to one of my comments on Nick's post and says, Hey, this guy's fucking jealous that Epstein didn't pick him. Oh my what god! What the fuck? And I said, "That's messed and up." And I said, "I said, what a fucking dumb statement." Do you man. remember the name? Uh, I'll just pull it up. Um, I can think of maybe a few people that say some dumb so, shit like, like that. I, I get, I get fucking being a troll. Like I, I get it. Yeah, it's fun. It's hilarious. I remember 2010. It's fucking grace. It's great. Let me get some raisin face and some fucking. So, let, let me log into meme base real quick and I'll retort with something hilarious. Yeah. It, but like. That's just a fucked up statement. All you people, all you motherfuckers out there that said Alex Jones is nuts, the motherfucker's he's, not nuts. He still is fucking nuts. He's still he is nuts. still is nuts. But, I mean, he, but he's he, not he, wrong. he straight up said, I'm kind of retarded. But he's not wrong. <laughs> he's just a little over the edge. But yeah, he, I mean, he's playing a character. That's what he does. Yeah, and they shut him down. So, basically, um, Hillary Clinton... Uh, Let's just go through the, the laundry list of stuff real quick. The the, the big three. Uh, We're probably going to get a hit played us place on us. That's fine. This second. Come and take it. There's a Gadsden flag hanging in my house. Come and get me. Fucking heritage. But anyway, <laughs> so let's start with Hillary or Killery, if you if you will. Killery. Um, she knowingly abandoned American citizens in a in a foreign nation and let them die and then just. Eh, no big deal. That's a problem. So just so you know, you're totally unbiased between Republican and Democrat right now. You're just saying the yeah. facts. Yes. Okay. Yep. I like that. I don't like being on one side of the fence. Just just stating the facts. Of I, I am I am a a uh, I lean more conservative for certain things. I lean heavily liberal for a lot of things. That's kind of how I, I feel am, too. Political wise, I envision myself as true neutral because I, I fucking I want all politicians to die. All None of them are really good. Kill them all. Spartacus, what did Spartacus say? Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. He did, didn't they? Yep. I have Spartacus on beta. The no, fuck. the original Spartacus. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, you're telling me right now that you have a copy of fucking Andy Whitfield's glorious no. buns on beta tape. What I have the original movie is based off of. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Two copies. <laughs> so uh, she abandoned American citizens. They died. Blah blah blah. Uh, 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 a fucking politician died over there. Uh, you would think that. That would be enough cause to say, hey, we should probably send them a little bit of support so they don't all die. Nope, not enough. Um, she... Benghazi. Yeah, that's that's what I'm referencing. I never really looked at Benghazi that much, but I know that she... It was a her that did that, basically? Her and Obama both. Okay. Um, so, 
collusion. Yep. Collusion. <laughs> collusion. Uh, she also, f- like, is in... Um, she just looks evil. What's the word? Uh, when someone, like... If I knowingly, if I know that you murdered somebody, but I don't assist you in it, what's the fucking word? Uh, Anyway. You're part of it somehow? Yeah, I'm part of it. So she knows that that fucking old Bill, old Bill. Conspiracy. No, it's not that. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. She's basically, she's basically conspiracy. cohort of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. To fucking numerous sex crimes. There is a word. I can't think of it either. Yeah, um, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. but I, I just the word is escaping. Conspirer, no, but, I, I uh, can't conspirator. remember. It starts with a fucking C. I know that. I I don't think it's conspirator though. Anyway, cunt. Yes, she is a cunt. <laughs> um, so she sabotages her own election. The Democratic Party made the biggest mistake of the entire history of the Democratic Party by nominating her as. The fucking Democratic nominee. You don't pick fucking Hillary Clinton. Because she murders people on her own staff. Like, okay. I mean, how many people from the whole uh, Whitewater scandal fucking died? A couple. You know, yeah. I, I don't remember their names off the top of my head, which is sad. Um, they probably didn't take the money. But then, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Just saying. But then for years, old Bill... Is getting on fucking Epstein's jets, getting sucked by an underage girl on his way to the fucking Caribbean, getting off the jet, going to these fucking sex, like, getaways with with teenage girls because they're not American. Have you seen the island? Have you seen the pictures of the no. island? I don't yeah. even know the In backstory the, of Epstein. The sanctuary. Yeah. I don't even know that. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Pull, pull it up for Clint, at least. There, you don't so necessarily have to show it for the live stream. So Epstein was one of the sex traffickers, though, right? Absolutely. So, or at least an accomplice okay. to it. That's the word, accomplice. That's, where, uh, that's <laughs> what I was trying to think of. Wow. We Anyways. did it. We did it together as a team. Yes. So he's an accomplice that was murdered off. So, so Clinton has been doing this for years. And, and just to my knowledge, you know, the last seven or eight years. Oh, Island Temple. Yeah. It's the temple. Where's it at? Uh, it's in the Caribbean. I'm uh, pretty sure St. It's James the, Island. Yeah, it's the Virgin Islands. Little uh, St. James Island. Yep. Isn't the Virgin Islands technically United States? Part of it is. Okay. It's a city state. This is thecut.com. <laughs> what we know about Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island. Uh, more than two decades ago, Little St. James Island, a small part of the U.S. Virgin Islands, became or began to change in ways that the locals in, on neighboring islands regarded with suspicion. Plants were cleared, poles bearing American flags went up, security guards lined the beaches. These transformations, Weird. according to Associated Press, happened when the island was bought by accused child sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein who was found dead by apparent suicide in his prison cell on August 10th. The island has, over the years, gained a handful of sinister nicknames, Orgy Island, Pedophile Island, and Island of Sin. Okay, can I can I pause you for a second? Uh, n- nickname, Little St. Jeff's. Okay. An island does not get those fucking nicknames for no reason. I don't think so. If Bill Clinton, <laughs> nope. it, is, if Bill Clinton is totally innocent of this... Okay, let, let's just play devil's advocate for a second and say that he is. There are foreign dignitaries, fucking uh, r- foreign royalty, our own politicians, celebrities, 
people are going to this fucking island and and having sex with children. That's kind of messed up. And we, as an American people, continue to suckle from their fucking teat and defend them. And it is fucking sickening. And pay them money for their campaigns. Yeah! There were photos of topless women everywhere, contractor Steve Scully told ABC News, on his desk, in his office, in his bedroom. He's he's next. There's also what appears to be a mysterious blue-striped temple, according to Insider, which investigated the structure. It previously featured a gold dome that flew off in 2017 when the hurricanes Irma and Maria devastated the region. While the purpose of the temple is unknown, one possibility is that it had served as a place for the classically trained Epstein to practice piano. Workers described it as a music room with acoustic walls and a grand piano inside. What did Epstein do to be able to afford an island? What was his, like, thing... That was, was where he lived. Like, what? How do you afford an island? Oh, he's a finance. He's like some kind of financer, like campaign financer or something. Uh, okay. Uh, d- don't know, quote me on that. I know but. he was like in politics because you know, I think Trump said that. Like, yeah, I knew Jeff Epstein. He was a good guy, something like that. So like, he must have been in with him somehow. Conspiracy was the word. Yeah. Cons- oh, conspiracy theorists have suggested that the temple was either a secluded setting for Epstein's abuse or that it concealed a hidden underground location for the same purpose. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, James Both, a So why, as the U.S., have we not gone over there just to see what uh, Currently, there it's being investigated, which just means it's being wiped the fuck clean. Yep. Um, I'm sure it has been, you know... with How long was he in jail for? Uh, back in 2008, he took a plea deal, mm-hmm. which... Uh, marked so, him as a registered sex offender, but he only served 13 months in which he only had to go to jail at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's a politician. Yeah, of course. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> and then he went back to his island afterward. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. And as the politicians and upper, you know, upper people in America, they're just like, this is okay. They don't, they didn't like go and try to like raid the island beforehand. Even after no, they. No, because they, they can go them. and fuck little girls there. Yes. Or little boys. Or boys. So that's or met, fucking animals. It's really messed up that nothing's ever happened there until just now. Um, when it's something. Well, what, what's the most recent thing? Like, why was he in jail this time? Like, what? What's the deal? How did he end up there again? I, I'm, I, I I'm out remember. of the loop. I don't remember to be honest with you. Because uh, he was in he was in jail, and then all they, of a sudden they, he's on suicide watch, and then all 24 hours before his suicide, he is taken off of suicide watch mysteriously. The, and, well, uh, he wasn't taken off. No, he was. No, he was, it, was not. Was he about to testify against the Clintons? Yes, or okay. he was about to testify in general. Okay, so he was on died. suicide watch, murdered while on suicide watch. I, I, I saw that he was taken off of suicide watch just mis- just out of the blue, twenty four hours before his death. Mm. Well, you you read a write up from somebody that okay. Well, he's either way, he's fucking dead. That he was taken off of suicide. Either way, he was supposed to testify, and he's fucking dead. Yep. So all that information is gone Which now. Which happens quite a bit in the you know Democratic Party, especially when the Clintons are or involved. in the Republican Party happens quite a bit too. It happens a lot in politics. In politics, in general. Man. So the the problem. Um, That's the easiest way to shut someone up. Look back at like ancient uh, Rome times. Fucking kids is a problem, and and obviously you know that goes without saying, but uh, all these people that. You worship, and I'm, I'm talking to the American people here, you worship as gods. These are politicians, are fucking little kids. 
They promise you the world. And you're okay with it. They are fucking little kids, and you are their slaves, and people like... Uh, just regular fucking people like myself say, hey, uh, Bill Clinton fucks people or fucks little kids. And the American people's response is, no, we love Bill Clinton. He's a good guy. He just likes BJ's in the Oval Office. Leave him alone. And saxophone. He's fucking little kids. He's been fucking little kids since he was fucking little kids in Arkansas. The, was he accused of that? I don't know, but he's from Arkansas. Yeah. And if he's fucking little kids now, he's fucking them then. Because you're not fucking Hillary Clinton. That's probably why he's fucking little kids. Why she's Look insane. at that thing. She's probably fucking little boys. <laughs> yeah. Or little animals. Baby goats. Okay, I that's think, too far. I don't think she's fucking anything. Why? You don't think she's fucking a baby goat? I don't think anything wants to fuck her. I don't think it has a choice. I mean, you're not it wrong. Probably doesn't have a choice. Um, <laughs> fuck or die. <laughs> She's fucking them, and then they're dying like praying mantises. This has gone off topic. She eats them. No, it's very on topic, Clint. It's just, uh, it, it's... This is where we go. <laughs> Man, I, I, I gotta... Mm. This is where it gets it, it gets so frustrating for me because it's like... So this is where we got, we're, we're united against this one front now? But we're not. But we're not. We're never, we never because will the, be. Because the, the, the politicians, the people in control are still playing the puppet game. Yeah, they always if, have. If they did not want us to know that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered or committed suicide, we would not know about it. I know. That's what I'm saying. They would not know about this if someone didn't say something. Someone, someone has an agenda somewhere and is letting this play out in a very particular way. And it's only going to play out a very particular way. And as long as we have the government that we have, it will continue to play out that way. We do not have control. You do not have control over your life. You do not. And you will not. For the rest of your life, until you die, you will not have control over it. I mean, you have control of the little things you can do. But like, like the grand scheme of things, like how much you're paid and what you're allowed to do. What so allowed to do. If, if, if you are... We, we have just if, enough freedoms right now that we're not rioting. Well, I mean, like yeah, it's good. they give us just enough freedoms that we're not rioting. We're we're, we're basically on the, the the verge of a, um, like a civil war, socioeconomic collapse. That and like a civil war, like between the two parties, like it's it might happen. You never know. Yeah. Which we're, will be we're, awful. We're that divided right now. It's kind of crazy. Which yeah. will be awful, um, but also glorious. Also <laughs> glorious. It will. Be like Dwight Schrute. We need another civil war. Or no, we need another, we need another war. Well, or plague. He says plague. Well, make. okay. Let me let me go through. Like you've heard of Laszlo's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Okay. No. You have. I'm I'm 100% positive. Oh you yeah. Have. Okay. You just don't recognize the the Laszlo part. So like the United States hierarchy of needs right now is total. Governmental collapse. That should be, or I'm sorry, the Earth's hierarchy of needs right now should be the extinction of man at, at the top. Number two, total and complete collapse of the United States government at number two. Number three, uh, unification of people in the world. Because you can't get to number three unless one or two happen. If one is starting to happen, everyone's going to come together and then try and fight it, and then we're all going to go extinct. If number two happens, the rest of the world's going to say, yeah, they're either going to figure their shit out or they're not, but we kind of need to band together because now they're out of the picture. 
number mm-hmm. three, you know, uh, and then I would say number four is environmental concerns. Number five, the Big Mac. The Big Mac. The Big, Big Mac. Mac. Something. Something. You know. I would, just, I would say the environmental con- the environmental concerns goes hand in hand with the extinction of man. Well, the environmental concerns directly go hand in hand with one, two, one and two. Okay. Because, I mean, other than China. And Africa and South America, who's fucking the planet the most? China is fucking the planet the most. Yes, but you also have to look at where they were in such a shitty state of economy and everything that they're just not getting caught up. Right. And they're actually producing more, like, solar panels and shit like that than anybody combined in the world. But they're also still dumping... They're, yes, they're also still doing that. Like, yes. millions upon millions to the 10th power pounds of trash in the ocean per day, more than every other nation on Earth combined. Yes, but we used to do that back in the day, too. We did, but and we don't. Yeah, that's so, true. They were, they were, like, centuries behind us. Like, if you look back at this Chinese, like, history, like, back in the 50s, they had fucking communes. Which is insane. They're just now getting out of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I've, I learned about that the other day. I was like, I never even knew that, that it even happened. Like the the government just like shut down to go to into commune mode where no one had rights and you had to work for your commune mm-hmm. to be able to. And then people would, would die to death from starvation and stuff like that. It was, it was freaking nuts. Yeah, communism that is was, fucked up. It was like one of the top five places to be alive would be the shittiest. It was like during that in World War Two trench or World War One trench warfare, mm-hmm. and I think another one was like in uh, pre-Russia times. Literally anywhere, in, in, anywhere in, like, in Africa other than and South during Africa. The, would during be the Black Plague, was like number five. So yeah, so that sucks, and they're just now getting out of that shit. That's kind of crazy. So the the long-winded point that I'm trying to get to is not gloating because I'm correct because obviously I'm correct about something that is awful. Um, did. Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Possibly. He very well could have. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Did he do it of his own volition? Absolutely not. He was given an ultimatum. You kill yourself right now, and you will not have X amount of years of torment for the rest of your days. Take the easy way out. No brainer. I am not going to be tortured for the rest of my life by people that are very good at it. Ooh, yeah, that would suck. Not going to do it. In complete isolation, nobody even knows you're there. Exactly. You pick the easy way out. Hands down, no brainer. You got a lot of very powerful people about to be exposed by a very powerful man. That's testimony will carry a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. Especially for people like us, regular people. You're going to off him. Because you cannot let those words come out of his mouth. Anything that has not already came out of his mouth, you cannot let it escalate. You cannot let anything else go past the dam. And it goes back to the thing, why would they, what, how do we know that he actually killed himself then? Like who, who, who let the news out for that? Yep. How did it become mass media? I mean, the, the somebody in the prison, and if you're going to take it at face value, the, somebody in the prison said something to somebody immediately. Yeah. You know? So they, they have the power to shut everyone up yep. for that person. Like, they have the money to do that. Oh, so, yeah. So. Some of you went, fuck you, I'll, I'll take the money and still do it just for the my integrity or something happens. So, mm-hmm. like, like, Either they, they just, want you to know. Like or... they, let, they want you to know. If they don't want you to know, you're not going to know about it. Yeah. So, 
But is this a case of did the media find out on like without? Now we're getting to Alex Jones territory. Yes. Yeah, like this is this is where it gets like really. Like I said you should change the title to Epstein. You have you have. <laughs> you should do that. I mean, you should. The point the point about, about the me bringing up get. the Alex Jones Ooh. shit is just because something that someone says seems crazy or um fuck what's the word not in the in the norms does not necessarily mean that they're fucking nuts and it's wrong is alex jones nuts yes we're all in agreement of he's that he's fanatical but he has some things that are is he relatable. now two for two <laughs> yes did you see the video that i shared the other day of, of it? okay so he released a, he released a video from infowars of just him going like this like no words at all just him didn't he get shut down off youtube yeah, yeah oh yeah facebook youtube twitter apple his, yeah. his own website basically now yeah so yeah. on his website it was just a video of him like hey you fucks tried to tell you fucking little kids That's got true. me removed from all your shit because you didn't like what i had to say hope you like fucking well, kids I mean, he was inciting a lot of violence to be fair. Okay. If he was inciting violence against <laughs> Sell, Bill Clinton, would it be okay powders? if he's fucking kids? It should be. Yeah. Blaine, if you were fucking kids, I would not be sitting in this room with you right now. I, I would hope not. I would not associate with you. I would not let other people I know associate with you. I would ruin... I would make my number one goal in life to ruin yours. That's fair. <laughs> sometimes That's you gotta, fair. Sometimes yeah. you gotta incite a little violence. Yeah. But the way he was inciting violence was hey. his fan base was going up to people that apparently... That's not his fault. Sometimes He's not controlling them. He's not pulling the puppet strings. You could say the same about Trump then. Well, I mean, yeah. But what Trump is doing is he's... Uh, mm, what's the word? He's taking advantage of people who are uneducated, who are in areas where people are historically uneducated... And then you also have people in the field inciting that violence. So if you are uneducated about something, I can manipulate you any way that I want. But if I'm standing next to you, I have that much more power. That's so true. if you're uneducated and you buy into the doctrine that I have, that's on you. That's not on me. That's on you. You chose to listen to what I have that's to say. That's going back to the uh, podcast Absolutely. cultists. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. if I'm, I'm standing right next to you holding your hand saying, I'll show you the way, I'll beat these people with a stick. You, being the uneducated person, are going to see me, and then fucking pack tactics are going to take in, and you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to pick me up a stick, and I'm going to hit that motherfucker too. Yeah. yeah I'm not that's... defending Trump. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying. No. The blame is on all of us, not just one person. Trump doesn't make me do bad shit. No. I'm uneducated. I don't have a college degree. I'm a dumb fuck, according to some people. But the fact that he's just taking advantage of this, or or whoever whoever is influencing Trump to take, is influencing him to take advantage of this. It's, it's he, all a campaign tactic. He has the right people in the right places. Yes. Boots oh, on yes. the ground. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can't directly blame Trump, but at the same time, it's like, uh, he's... He's calling the shots. He's the president of the United States of America. Uh, so he's in a position where people are or should take his word. Everything that Trump is doing right now is our fault. It's 100% our fault. 
Yeah, we put him there. Well, we specifically did not put him there. No, we didn't. I didn't vote. I Well, I voted, but I didn't vote for him. So you did put him there. Um, <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. Uh, by, by inaction, yeah. Then you go back to, is the actual voting system working? No. I figure you'd be the person that would be like, voting does not work. Would you be? Would you be someone like that would agree that? I mean, it, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough because if you computer, go, computer if, systems are very easily manipulated. If you go Alex Jones with it, which I I tend to do with a lot of things, uh, the people that are are that they want to sit in that chair are going to sit in that chair. It doesn't matter their party alignment; they're going to sit there. You can yeah. manipulate anything. Yes, computer based, even you know ballot based. But at the same time, like you're an American citizen. Like it doesn't matter if your vote matters or not. It's it's your constitutional right and expectation on fucking voting day to vote on election day. I voted to go fucking vote, and if you don't vote, don't bitch. Ooh. Which is not necessarily true because there's a caveat to that. If you have a tyrannical fucking person in office, then you should bitch about. I mean, it. I voted yeah. libertarian. It's just me. I did too. You guys went uh, Gary Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though Gary Johnson's a fucking crazy motherfucker. He is a nutso. Crazy but motherfucker. He's a crazy but dude. I, I couldn't vote for Trump or Hillary. I couldn't, no, do, no. I couldn't do either one. I couldn't. And you know, that's what I was I trying to, to tell people. Despite the fact that I knew for a fact I wasn't going to vote at all. I was would trying it, to tell people. Would it have been better if Gary Johnson was into office? I don't know. Yes. This, this is because it the waves. state of difference we're in. It right would have because a, liber- a, a non- Republican or Democrat. Like, we have a two-party system, despite the fact that there are other parties. Mm -hmm. We have a two-party system. Like, the only two parties that ever get any notice are the Republicans and the Democrats. The Libertarians are there. The Green Party is there. It's crazy that was like that Joe Rogan podcast with Bernie Sanders. Like, Mm -hmm. they gave him, like, 20 fucking seconds on TV to state their claim of whatever they're going to do and then they or just respond. Cut them off. Yeah, it's just crazy how they... 12 They don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. They're just all... It's all for the media, so... And how like other countries will will block out hour or two hours for that one congressional, um, not congressional, but like the the delegate, the debate, yeah, yeah the debate. Well, they'll do it for one guy. Like, okay, so the Democratic Party click, you know, they did Bernie Sanders. They give him an hour on TV, just him, to tell about what he's going to do. Now we have it where we're doing twelve second responses. So and they want us to make a decision based off of that. So to to add a little more to that, I don't I don't know if you guys saw it, but a couple of days ago, Joe Biden did a a press conference. <laughs> he said where, about white kids. Yeah, so oh where, where he Howard his his campaign, which is sad because I'm glad you I'm glad you used that phrase. He will still he 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 will still fucking be one of oh the dudes that, that's like he'll still be holding his torch on the island yeah, when it comes he, time for the yeah, last. Yeah, he will. He, but he said that he's a safe bet for the he said that poor kids deserve the same benefits basically that white kids do which inadvertently is saying poor kids are not white yes (laughs) and if you watch the entirety of the video he says that and then you see the light bulb fucking trip oh yeah i I watched and then he says and asian and hispanic and black and you know then he goes through the whole oh yeah whole spiel spectrum he tried yeah he tried to course correct but at the same time, you're still saying that white people are yes. the top tier. Yep. Like, you're, you're saying white now, people are supreme. Trump said that, nobody would think a fucking eye. Right. And he does that on a daily fucking basis. Right. Yep. It's 
pretty bad. But continue this conversation. I need to evacuate. Mm. But you're the you're the heart and soul of this. Keep it going, Alex you, Jones you are, Jr. You are the you are the current in the river. Yeah, and you see all, all these. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm saying all these different like you know uh, <laughs> metaphors for flowing things because you have to pee. Yeah, I'm going to piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. If even when Trump says it, it's okay because he has fanatical followers, which I can't say very much because. I live in a country or like a, I live in a county where it's, I mean, we don't have, we have like 34,000 people in Montgomery County, which was, was the population of Lafayette? Like a hundred thousand, 150,000. Yeah. You guys, 170,000 so Tyler yes. says from the pisser. So everyone out there, you know, obviously is a Trump supporter. Cause you know, you want to be with your neighbors and you'll be with them. I was, I was There's actually very, very little, uh, left wing people yeah. in my county. Um, I'm probably one of the very few. Um, I actually pretty... come from a family of Democrats. Uh, they, or at least they ran Democrat locally. Uh, but I, I they, they probably. I never aligned. grew up in politics, so was, I, don't, I don't know what my my stand, my but... grandmother. And when I was in first grade, my grandmother ran for treasurer, county treasurer, and then my grandpa. And when I was in second grade or third, uh, ran for Carroll County uh, Councilman. Yeah. So I mean, I, I told it, Nicole when I moved to Crawfordsville one day I'll be the mayor. But I doubt that ever happened, but uh, a guy I don't know that, how hard that would be. A guy that graduated a year ahead of me is now mayor of Delphi. See? Yeah. And what was that comedian that's like a, like a mayor of a random town like Oklahoma or something? Oh, shit. I don't know. There's a comedian out there. He's, he's uh, a, Kane from WWE. He became a mayor of a town in Texas, I think, or yeah. somewhere. Media made him, made him just like Trump. I mean, he was like a he was a public figure already, so it, didn't, it wasn't that hard to get him off the ground. I mean... So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about you would be a mayor one day? If you want to be a mayor one day, you just need to be like in mainstream television at first or you need to have like your own platform on YouTube or, you know, even like podcasts. Like my, my career goal or my career path uh, before I graduated and then dropped out of college was I was going to be a politician. Ooh. That's what I wanted to be for a long time. Um, I think you could stand on the podium and just rant. Well, I'm pretty good at that. Uh, We're aware. Maybe a little bit more uh, Mein Kampf without the genocide. Take Dan Rosorski. Put McLaughlin in. Yeah. I mean. Is Rosorski still mayor here? Yeah. Yep. He's been mayor for like 15 years. Yep. He's been mayor for a long time. Am I going to eventually pursue politics? Probably. In some some capacity. Are you going to drain the swamp? Have you guys ever been? No, because you you can't (laughs) fucking drain the swamp. The swamp is full of fucking swamp. <laughs> didn't, didn't Rosworski like sell out to all the people in Chicago? Yes. I mean, why is he still in office? Because who who else are you going to pick? Exactly. Run. I'll be your campaign manager. Okay. I'm I serious. I want Blaine to be my orderly. Okay. You got to bring me coffee whenever I say. If it pays well. I mean, being a mayor does not, does not not pay well. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm pretty sure... Rosorski has his own cabinet of people. He's got to. If he's been in the office this fucking long, this is just un. I'm, there's got to be like somebody that's went against him in the past. Well, I'm sure. There I mean, are on the people, ballot, there's got to be another guy. There are people that have ran. And nowadays, him. Yeah. it shouldn't be hard at all because you have mass media like uh, you know podcasts, YouTube, Facebook of all places you can run your campaign on, and it wouldn't be that long. Right. And then just 
get a sign company to make you a thousand signs. People's... Let's do it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make you do something. I mean, if you can pay me more than Subaru. What? I'm, I'm guaranteed you'll pay more than Subaru. It's politics. I mean, you. I mean, yeah. We can make a couple of You could deals. do it on like $3,000. I, I said earlier that, that, that I would take 2500 bucks from some dude want me to review this microphone. I so, think it should be done. I mean. Get a millennial in there. All you, How old is Wazorski? Like fucking 60? No. Like he's got to be old as fuck. He's not that old. I don't know. I know Mayor Todd you. Barton in Crawfordsville has been there fucking forever. But he just. Mayor Frankfurt's been there for quite a while. He just he did this really... retarded thing where he increased residential taxes by like twofold and then decreased commercial taxes by half. That's how he made it work. And it fucked a lot of people out there. And he's still mayor. So. People still vote for him. There's no opposition out there. So I'm like, yeah, I'll become mayor. Carverville. <laughs> You missed that whole part, didn't you? I was like, no, I was listening. Like one day, I were to be mayor of Crawfordville. My wife said, "You're crazy. Watch me. Just do it. You gotta start small. Can you I be start, your vice mayor? You can either start small or go straight for the fucking mayor seat." So, Doug Dibidome. So my my friend Shane <laughs> is the mayor of Delphi. Shane Evans. See, he can help you. Uh, from what I've seen. I think he's done a fantastic job. Delphi looks fucking beautiful. There's also a very young mayor in Frankfurt yeah. right now, but he yeah. fucked the entire economy out there. I, I, he, put I can't, he put him in debt like a fuckload. Cannot comment. All this shit. Cannot comment. That's it's all sa- I've heard. Same shit with Delphi. He he uh, he took a bunch of contracts. The, the government, the Indiana state government, gave Delphi, Indiana, x amount of money to rejuvenate their downtown. Downtown looks fucking beautiful. There are several new businesses down there yeah. where it was dead years ago. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's I everyone's probably going against him because he spent money. See, I, I mean, it was it was a nightmare while it was happening because mm-hmm. that's the that's like the center of Delphi. Delphi like is every, not very big. I mean, no, it's you not. Got, it's not giant. Anchorage out there is probably it. It's not giant. Uh, used to have uh, Andersons. Anderson's Globe Valve. It used to have Globe Valve back in the nineties. And like these small rural towns, they rely on corporation money. Yep. So when all those went out, except for Packers and Andersons, uh, the 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 city started dying. Um, now downtown is like I said, it's one. It looks beautiful. Two, there are several businesses where there were used to be several empty lots around mm-hmm. the court the courthouse corner or square. And I'll go to lunch with my dad about every other Sunday, and he'll tell me like it, some if we ever get on the subject of Mayor Shane Evans, he'll tell me like I can't wait for him to be out of there, and he, he we're not we're, people of Delphi are not a big fan of him. I'm like why? Delphi's fucking flourishing right now, right? Like they all have this mindset. People of- are out. I see people out and about in Delphi. Whereas before, I would just see like the same like fucking trailer trash sitting on the courthouse corner. <laughs> is it because he's like, is he like a blue? Hmm? Is he blue? Is he Democratic or something? Is that- No, I think my dad's more conservative. No, is Shane. Oh, Shane? I don't know where he lies. the thing would be going under, under the ruse of a re- Republican nominee and then doing Democratic things. I don't, I don't. Because you would never get elected out there if you were uh, Democratic or even a Delphi probably. They'd be like, well, yeah. yeah like nowadays, know, it would never happen. Again, like I said, my both both of my grandparents ran blue. Yeah, they they were both Democratic candidates. Both of them lost. Which I don't, 
Yeah. Uh, but that was back in the I have views 90s. on both. I mean, I like I, – there's things that you should take for both parties and do. and shouldn't be an ultimatum on one thing or another. So um, I, I agree with a lot of Republican views and a lot of Democratic views. I mean, I went to school for yeah, same. Alternative, alternative energy, and a lot of Democrats think that's retarded. And I mean, you could see like, – if you look at it in dollar standpoint, I guess you could say that, but – you're not looking in dollar standpoint. You're looking in advancing the future. So, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't like that. And it's starting to become more, a lot more viable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's down in price. There's shit's more more. It's we're, more. We're, we're finally crossing that threshold of, it's better. Yeah. Especially and, with all these coal mines shutting down, and how Trump's like, I'm gonna get coal jobs back, and he's gotten like, like two hundred back. Clean coal. People <laughs> doesn't exist unless you have scrubbers and those don't really they don't they usually work that well but but you go back to China like they're burning coal why can't we and that's a shitty point to look at yeah that's just like he's doing meth why can't I fucking do meth like yeah obviously it's bad that's why we don't do it like come on we're more we're, we're more advanced than them and Jesus Christ but yeah yeah what's that one thing where uh, someone's like why is Narcan free, but my insulin costs seven? Like, we shouldn't be against each other on that. This should be, we're helping each other out. Like, come on. Yeah. But to be fair, up in Canada, insulin's 10% of the the cost that it is here. Yeah. If we go back to big pharma fucking us and we're just letting it happen because everyone's on meds, Mm -hmm. including myself. So, I love Ah. my meds. Ah. I, per- I, yeah. I love my sister being alive. Yeah. If if you decide to do heroin and overdose, I really don't give a fuck about don't, it. Just just you guys don't do heroin or uh, meth. It's not good. I mean, Crawfordsville is meth city. So my my wife Indiana runs the hotel city. out there. She runs the whole day in. She has a hard time finding people that are not on meth or people that she does hire people that have been on meth. <laughs> But they've turned the life around, so it's like, it's just an epidemic out there, just like any other drug would be. It's an epidemic in Indiana. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do uh, drugs, do cocaine. You'll do more positive things. Be the next Chris Farley. Mm. Before he died from cocaine. <laughs> we make, had a good, we had a good movies from him, man. Don't make me all sad. I love Chris Farley. Chris Farley's awesome. But yeah, you should run for mayor, anyways. Get. Get your buddy out there to help. Do you legitimately think that I should run for mayor? Uh, yeah, I'd help you, man. I'd, I'd be right there helping you. That'd be awesome. That'd be an awesome experience. It'd be fucking cool. Even if you do lose, yeah. fuck it. You can try it's to get ex- next year. Man, it's expensive. Try to, I mean, not with not with social media nowadays. It, it dramatically decreased the cost. Yeah, but it's still expensive. You yeah. still you still got a campaign. That's why you yeah. get campaign comp- contributions. <laughs> Where am I getting it from? Who's lobbying for me? <laughs> yeah, lobbyists. Yeah, you can do that and just tell the fuck off afterward. Go to like uh, SIA and get a lobbyist from there and be like, I'll decrease your taxes, motherfucker, or something. If we could do it, it's not that hard. If it, if a if a guy like Donald Trump can do it, fucking anybody can. God damn. Well, you see, Donald Trump did it because people said he couldn't. It's- well, yeah. you can't do it. How about that? I argued. I argued. <laughs> I argued. No shit. I argued with a fucking guy for nine months, every single day for nine months. Had the same argument. SIA. No, it's at Tate and Lyle. 
Oh. A guy that we went to school with's dad, I worked with, I argued with him every single day. Day and night for nine months. And his only fucking rebuttal to anything I said was, Donald Trump is unelectable. He will not, cannot be elected. And my response was, Chuck, that's why he will be elected. Mm -hmm. That's why everyone voted for him. That's why everyone voted for him. And because... Dems fucking nominated Hillary. Let's put that, that one out too. Really kind of killed it. There, the moment that Hillary was nominated, she was not going to win. Yeah. It did not matter who Donald Trump was. Did not matter. He could be fucking little kids on the stage, and Hillary Clinton still would have lost. I mean, he he did some good. Uh, I'm not going to say good or, or he did like good public displays, man. He, he would. Talk like a he real appeal to the yeah. He, he like, mind coughed it. I didn't want to say that, but he did mind cough the shit. Out that's of it. what he did. I mean, he's up on stage like ah, you know, like getting people riled up. And he that's did what the happened. fucking positive Howard Dean. Yeah, he beard when he needed to be ah. Yeah, he did it right. That's for sure. Yep. I mean, he's had a lot of experience doing that on television and shit, and he's been on multiple thousands of probably interviews before that. He knows how to he knows how to hold himself in an interview. Very well. He's a bullshit. He's a bullshitter. Fuck yeah, he is. I I think I'm a bullshitter myself. So uh, I'm not as good as a bullshitter as him. I mean, that's what I used to do is bullshit people. So I mean, when you buy and sell, you bullshit people every day. So I mean, he's a very good bullshitter, it's for sure. And you can't deny him. You can't like hold it against him. He's a good bullshitter, and he got into office. People eat the bullshit up. Yeah, I mean, like I like I said a minute ago. We have no one to blame other than ourselves. I mean, I, because we. Like, I don't want to say like we're in two years ago. We're in a worse state than we are now, though. I don't think we are. I mean, I'm not. I don't think anybody. Other than the whole fucking ice thing, that's fucking fucked up. There's a few Very, things that are just fucked up that you, don't you, need to be there. You, but. Do, you do realize that we, like we as American citizens, paid ninety billion dollars more in taxes. Oh, I this felt year. that. I felt that hard. Yeah. My my small fucking business I have, I I paid taxes in, and then I turn around and saw that Amazon paid zero. That's fucking retarded. It's fucking retarded. We they have loopholes they can figure out, and then we act, then we act like we have no money in the and the, the government, and then take it out of Social Security. Like fucker, Amazon had over a half of online sales last year, but paid zero in taxes. And then you would go over to me where I had like thirty thousand in sales. I get fucked forty percent. What the fuck is going on here? What? Who do I need to talk to? At Amazon to get on their train? Like seriously? Just become an Amazon verified seller. You still pay taxes. Well, I know. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like the company of Amazon didn't pay anything, and they own shitloads of assets. Like Jeff Bezos is the most fucking richest guy in America right he, now. No, he's the richest man in the world. He got in, divorced in and is still the richest man in the world. He had 160 billion or 166 billion at one time. It's ridiculous. Was that after the divorce? That was after the divorce, I think. 166 billion after the divorce. Yeah, yeah. And I bet Tesla paid taxes, and they're actually doing shit. Yeah, right. He's actually doing shit. He's actually trying to make the world a better place. Um, you could see you at could this argue point. That. At, at you could a better that. place or a cooler place. At this point, see, that's where I was going to go. At this point, I think Musk is just fucking around. I think he's. I think he's done his thing. What do we have to show for it? 
we have electric cars that he brought into the industry that okay. everyone that are how viable. They're fucking viable. Do I have one? No, but they're, not they enough. cost almost the same amount as a regular car nowadays. How much? 30000 Okay. Not this too expensive. Well, yeah, it's too expensive for normal people, but it's coming down. Then it's not viable. You have, you have like Nissan, Chevy, Ford. Everyone's releasing fucking electric cars where that if I can afford. that never came out. No, they're going to be the same price, around the same I can, price. I can buy a full-size Mitsubishi Outlander right now that is a, uh, what's the word, a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle right now today that will charge in 45 minutes for less than $30,000. See, there you go. I can't buy a Tesla for less than $30,000. That would have never happened if Tesla never came out with their own patents and changed the industry and then was big enough to be like, oh, shit, we should probably do something. Which finally. I don't which I don't dis- disagree yeah. with, and, I, and I'm, I'm not trying you, to argue about it. I'm just saying that that's why I think that Tesla is just fuck dicking around. Yeah, they, they've, done the, they've done what they need to do. Then they they need to do more. Up. More? Yes. Have you seen SpaceX? He's done SpaceX, too. He keeps shooting rockets into space. What is he doing with it? Well, obviously, he's working toward a goal. Of Which going, is? Of, he's going to Mars or something, right? Okay. I mean, he has rockets that could be used, to, like, multiple times now. And they're yeah. just shooting it out and letting it fall in the ocean. Let's see what happens. Um, Let's see if we get to Mars. And other companies are using his technology that he has readily available that he's developed. Like, yeah, you can't, like, you can't not say he's not done that. I didn't, I, I'm he's not saying. He's done a lot of things. Uh, but he, but, it, it, like, nothing that he has done is tangible. Well, just like nothing as nothing Tesla back in 1900s, 1800s was tangible. He had his ideas that we made him work well, for. Well, he had the ideas. Edison took the ideas. and Edison made it tangible. Yeah, so you had to have some asshole to take your ideas. And or just make it tangible from yeah. the get-go. Well, they're tangible now. They have You have electrical cars. That I can't afford. Well, I've, people can afford them, but not obviously, me. yeah, if you're not in the bracket of affording one, I can go out and buy a Tesla tomorrow if I want to with Model 3. I'm not going to. You make more money than I do. I don't know about that. You most certainly do. Well, I'm not going to go buy one anyway. I drive a fucking shitty truck, so uh, I, the, the, the appeal of electric vehicles is not just happened overnight. It's because of Tesla. And you have these companies like Chevy and stuff that have billions of dollars that can actually do this shit but they are lobbying against it because it would it it went against the oil industry so because they have no incentive to not lobby against it yeah so then now they do have so that they're starting to yeah so they're having like the f-150 electric truck coming out looks fucking cool yes looks fucking amazing that would have never happened if part part of the problem push in the industry part of the problem with electric vehicles is you cannot get you cannot get the the distance. Yeah, there's still a lot to be to be desired. Like in battery, it's really it's in the batteries, and there's so many companies out there pouring so much money into R and D. If so, it's really a cool fact to look at. Uh, um, what's the fucking name? I think it's Hoover. Hoover Vax. How much money they're pouring into the battery technology? There's actually a Hoover car nowadays. Really? They're, they're developing right now, and it's because they have like I, I don't know why, but I guess. It might not be Hoover. It might be... Is um, it Dyson? Yes, Dyson. Dyson is the one doing it, not Hoover. Sorry for the wrong plug. Dyson <laughs> is pouring a shitload of money, and they're in a, in a collection of other other companies doing it. Like mm-hmm. We just haven't found the technology yet to um, you know, put like a 900-mile 900, 900 range on a electric car. You have, to, you have to have something on the vehicle that is charging the battery as it goes. Yeah, they do have. I mean, they have like regenerative braking and stuff like that. But right. 
solar technology is not there. Right. You don't have you don't have the technology for that. Even though like they have cars come out with solar tops, like that's not fucking viable. Right. Like they, it can charge during the night or something, but it's nothing. It's nothing different than plugging it we in. We moved we moved on from uh, hydrogen long time ago. And they ha- now they have this technology where they're taking CO two from the air. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. They're taking CO two from the air and, and with hydrogen and making a fuel that will burn in every single gas engine. And they're mm-hmm. actually making it right now. Yep. And when it, when it burns, it, it, it produces a little bit of CO2 in the air. Just take it back in with these giant fans I got going on. And it's like, I think it's in Canada or like, um, I think it's over in Europe somewhere, maybe like Norway or some shit. I'm pretty but sure it's It's actually Norway. viable, and you can put it in any fucking car. Any car will burn it. So you can take all these cars that we have nowadays. Like that's what people was worried about. Like, what happens when the when the electric engines finally take over and like my car cannot burn because there's no gasoline left? That's gonna happen very fucking soon. And uh, we we were just going straight. We're just going straight for that point and like hoping nothing happens. And then Tesla comes out. He's like, hey, we should do something. Like we should make fucking electric cars. We, if you guys aren't gonna do it, I'm fucking gonna do it. The problem, the problem is though, and, and part of the reason why I say it's not tangible is the electricity has to come from somewhere. Yeah, it definitely has to. Yeah, you just can't get free electricity. And like, people always say, well, what about hydroelectric dams? It fucks up the the ecosystem. Everything yeah. above that dam gets fucked up. Everything below that dam gets fucked up. It's not viable. What about uh, solar? It's not viable because it's too expensive and you got to have fucking places to put it. You can't have giant fucking sea- f- fields of, of solar panels because people want to put corn there. Yeah, that's yep. that's a big thing about wind turbines. That's where they ban them up here in Dixie <clears throat> County now. And people say it's eyesore, but there's also not enough land because people were building houses at the rate. It's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I, work for, I work for my program as new construction uh, for veteran and one of my builders just one there's like 10 or 15 giant commercial builders building a hundred houses a month in the in around indianapolis mm-hmm. that's just one builder so you take you know 10 of them a thousand houses per month that are getting rebated that actually count as rebates that's there's another half of those that don't get to the point where they're they're rated for a rebate so that's how many houses are being built per fucking month in Indiana. In Indiana, in one city in Indiana. And in, yeah, in Indiana, there's suburbs being fucking built overnight because those suburbs they get this, the land gets sold out, and then either one company buys all the land or it gets divided into different companies. Parcels. So that's that's a main thing. There's people running out of places to live, and nobody wants to live in uh, multi-family housing apartments and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. That's that's another thing is land, and then you get to share the land between you know, residential and you know it, you commercial need farming land. You need to feed everyone. So, well, you know, wind turbines they're they're very viable. I mean, you can say they cost too much, and they like they're just getting better. The technology is getting better. I mean, the ones up in um, Benton, Benton County were fucked from the, the get go because they couldn't get contracts with Duke Energy, and the reason why they're tearing apart is because they would shut them down every fucking day. And they're not made to shut down every day. They're made to just keep going. Yeah. They're made to keep going, just keep rolling. But they w- couldn't sell their electricity, so they had to shut them down. There's no, there were no, they can't go anywhere else. And so, you're not going to give it away for free. That's yeah. not a good business. So, I mean, obviously people invested in those wind turbines and they want their investment back. So and that's why those are breaking down, catching on fire, falling apart. 
because they're not made to shut down. There's not. So um, it needs to get better at, at, at contracts and shit like that. It's yeah. along it's along the same lines why why desalination in California is not a thing. So the majority of California struggles with droughts and wildfires and shit every year because it's so dry. There's a massive reservoir in California that that, that the government will not tap because of a, a native crustacean that lives there and if they tap that reservoir that that crustacean will go extinct. Cool, fine. Yep. Desalinate ocean water. Do you understand desalination? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You it, take you take salt water, you yeah. evaporate it. Currently, you condense it. Clean water. It's getting better, but the cost of electricity to desalinate a gallon of water is not viable yet. No, they'll do it in most places, but it's it, the, the technology is going to get bit better. It's just like like just like uh, batteries need to get better. So do you realize it all comes down to electricity? Tate and Lyle South Plant, the one that I used to work at here in Lafayette, is essentially desalinating water at a thousand gallons a minute. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, to make high fructose corn syrup, average flows around a thousand gallons a minute. You are evaporating that syrup. You are evaporating the water out of it, getting rid of the condensate. The condensate is going directly to the sewer mm-hmm. or to waste treatment and then, yeah, you know, out. So it's viable enough to make Coke. Yeah, I guess it's not viable enough to have people drinking water, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it all comes down to money, you know. Yeah, that's how that's a Flint. It all comes down Fuck to Flint money. Michigan. Just move out of Flint if you don't like the water. Thank you. Yeah. From what I've, I've heard from people actually in Michigan that Flint's actually not that bad anymore. But yet there are still people defending it. Like it's, you, you know what? Cause a, you don't hear about it. You know, what's a bigger problem. Huh? Fukushima is still fucking leaking. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big ass problem. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Still leaking. Yep. Still going. Goo, 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 goo. So I've brought it up on the show before. You're the energy man. Nuclear energy is now fucking safe. It is. It's yeah. been safe. It's it? been safe forever. People wow. don't. It's not forever. It not forever, but yeah, for at least a decade. Yeah. It goes back to the not in my backyard thing. Nobody wants it around them, just like nobody wants. Don't put it around them. them. Build a fucking nuclear facility in the middle of the ocean, or in the middle of where people cannot live. There's deserts everywhere. Thank you. We have to transmit that energy somehow too. You got to transmit it. You got to transport the fuel there. That's not hard. I yeah. Mean, but the whole transmission lines is super expensive. Uh, you probably know. Like uh, a high transmission line nowadays is like a million dollars a mile from what I heard last time. It was, mm-hmm. was like years ago. So you put it in the middle of the, middle of the desert. You got to have a lot of investors. You got to have a lot of good stuff. So, I mean, coal's still cheaper, so we're going to still burn the shit out of it. So, and you know, uh, did you know Indiana down, down in Vectoran headquarters – Southern Indiana and Evansville is the most polluted water area in the United States and the most polluted air in the United States. We have that title going for us for Indiana. I can believe it. I mean, I remember because there's there's like eight coal plants down there and they just get in this little fucking valley and they just burn it all day long every day and there's they just dump their shit into the fucking water unregulated most of the time. And then they just burn the shit out. That's why it's, that's why coal's bad, dude. No yeah. one wants to live in Evansville because of that. I remember Not any, any at same one person. point. Because of meth. Ah. There's meth too. I mean, I do meth too if I live down there. I know at one point, uh, Lafayette was considered the worst housing market in the, in the United States. Really? Yeah. It also had the, the highest 
or the greatest concentration of restaurants per square mile. Still does. I think we still I do think, have. No, that. it's been eclipsed it, it, by really some Asian place. Ah, fuck Asia. They don't matter. Whoa. But in America. But in, in America, we still have the most restaurants per capita, right? Is it per capita or it's, per, it's square, per mile? square mile? It's per square mile. Okay. There's a reason why I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> we don't do anything but eat. There's, fuck nothing, here. there's nothing to do here but eat, fuck, and do math. All right. I got a topic, kind of, that uh, hopefully bring this show home. Um, so, John had an idea today at work involving Game of Thrones. Okay. He says one tiny little detail could have changed the course of or made you feel a thousand times better about Daenerys Targaryen's heel turn. Can I pause you real quick before Clint or I say anything? You are talking to two people that loved the show, hated the final season. Yeah, I I didn't hate it, it, but the no, 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 no. Clint and I hated the final season. So before you say anything else, before you hear our responses to your proposition here, <laughs> just know, just accept the fact the that Clint critics. and I hated it, and you're not going to change that opinion. One, go. One, as time has gone on, I've grown to hate it as well. Thank you. They fucked it. They fucked it. Especially reading the Everyone actual knows script. They fucked it. Reading the actual script, you're like, holy fuck, they really the actually actors know fucked, they fucked it. it. Actors know. The writers know. Yeah. Everyone knows they fucked it. it was- so John tells me today. He says one little detail could have changed everything for Daenerys' heel turn. Mm-hmm. Made her made it completely reasonable. I mean, despite the fact that I thought it was reasonable in general, I, I was not I was not unhappy with what happened. He says, think back to season one. Ned Stark. Up top on the fucking executioner's block. About to get his head chopped off. We know what happened. It was a sad moment. Not for the people of King's Landing, though. No, they were all cheering. They wanted his head in that bucket. They wanted that head to fall off that fucking wall. Wherever it ended up. They were cheering. They were happy. They wanted their blood. They wanted their violence. Fast forward to season eight. Miss Sunday, she's up on the wall. Supposedly, there's a silent crowd behind them. What if you actually heard them cheering for her fucking execution? What if Danny heard them cheering for execution? That could explain so much for like when those bells tolled. When you hear those bells and you see Danny just. <sighs> And then just fucking go crazy. It's because, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck the people of King's Landing. I was here to save them, and they fucking cheered for my best friend's death. My slave's death. She wasn't a slave. She was. She was free free to leave. She didn't. She she stayed because she believed. I mean, she was a slave at first until she liberated her. But yeah, that just goes back to poor writing. Could, Could easily put that in. Did you see the? Just went, oh, just do this way. It seems. Did better. you see the the Iron Throne melting script? No. Oh my God. <laughs> Drogon. Okay, oh no! So what, let, wasn't let, it just like a weird thing? Like let's oh, preface fucking... this. Every all the fans were like, you know, it makes sense that Drogon didn't yeah. kill John and, and, and instead they... melted the throne because yeah. the throne is ultimately okay. what killed Daenerys. Fast forward a couple months, 
to the uh, script of that part leaking. Mm-hmm. And it says, and I, I'm not directly quoting, but I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit. Drogon saw Danny's dead body. And could not bring himself to kill John. Because he knows John's a Targaryen. Because he knows John's a Targaryen. Which he always did. So Drogon instead targeted the wall. And the Iron Throne was just some stupid object that was caught in the way. It just happened to be there. It just ha- it was yes. a, and, and that's what it said. It's some dumb object. This is Drogon's thoughts. It was some dumb thing in the way. Was there even a wall behind it though? Yeah, it was. was open space. No, there's a wall behind it. What it the, f- the stone. What the fuck, Benioff and Weiss? What the fuck are you thinking writing that bullshit? They wanted to they wanted to destroy the show. That's all I can think of. What the fuck? Well, you guys did Maybe see Maybe they're on the island fucking little boys and girls. <laughs> you guys did see that they didn't Way go to, bring to Com- it full circle. That they didn't go to Comic-Con. No, they didn't. Right? They they canceled their appearance. Uh, I would too. Because people were, well, the last appearance they made, fucking people were booing the shit out of them. And then they're making the Star Wars awesome. How the fuck did they get that job? They didn't uh, have college. Kathleen Kennedy's in charge. They have, yeah. did, well, the thing they is have degrees com- in creative writing? <laughs> the thing is, they're completely capable. Mm. They are but are comp- they, though, or are the people that they pay capable? If there's anything else in the True. world, they would not get hired anywhere else anywhere. So why the fuck did Disney hire them? Because Kathleen Kennedy's in charge of Star Wars. I don't even know who Kathleen Kennedy is. The person in charge of Star Wars. She's a fucking idiot. She was a producer uh, in like Jurassic Park and all those older fucking movies. She 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 had a hand in a lot of those older fucking classic ass movies by this point. Oh, I guess you should see why she's in charge of that. Uh, now she, I was gonna say now she's in charge of Star Wars. Lucas Film is manned by Kathleen Kennedy. Helmed. Helmed. Yeah, sorry. You can't say manned. That's a derogatory remark. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and they spent all their money in their uh, props, and they ran out of money with writing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a shit show, man. I couldn't take it. And I, I usually watch those episodes a couple times through, and I could only like, watch them once. And mm-hmm. I was like, nope. I ain't There's a few. I mean... I don't know. Get, if I if I were to watch season seven through season eight, I'd probably feel a lot better. There's really it. cool cinematography. Like oh yeah, King's Landing, but that was it. The story. I mean, you can't have, like just like we were talking about in video games. You can't have it good if it's no good story. Mm-hmm. It just ruins it all. Again, like my biggest issue is just the pacing. Like if and they would have no taken reason, more time with things. There's no reason not to have a good story. You have fucking a team of people there. Mm-hmm. And no one said anything, or if they did say anything. There were. They were probably executed. They probably committed yep. suicide. They yeah. got suicided. Mm-hmm. Just like Epstein. <laughs> Storm the Clintons' residence. They can't suicide they us can't all. Suicide us all. I blame the Clintons for season eight. Um, like <laughs> the first three episodes of 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 season eight, dug it. They're fine. You had me. They're fine. I'm. I was okay. They could have stopped there. And be like, okay, it's cool. The way that that season seven ended. You know, in season seven, you've got episodes like Beyond the Wall. Which were fucking incredible. Oh, man. Fucking incredible. And then, like, episode two of season eight 
how it ends with the preparation up to the Battle of Winterfell good. with Podrick singing and you get all those different scenes and you are immersed. What they wanted you to feel in in episode three, you are already feeling it in episode two. Yep. And then you take away the shitty, the shoddy cinematography in episode three. God, that was so It did awful. not need to be that dark. And no one no. can feel that amount of immersion because if you wanted us to not see shit, just don't do those scenes because we can't see it. You were you was thinking they were gonna like die in a, a heroic battle up. and they all survived being ambushed. I've brought this up before, but I watched like the behind the scenes of the of Varys's execution, and they showed like all the the CGI that they did. So they actually have the full dragon animated yeah. in that scene, mm-hmm. and then it's shrouded by darkness, shrouded by darkness, layer of darkness, layer of darkness. It's like why why even bother animating the full dragon? Right. I mean, you don't you don't need the full dragon animated to have those little cross points to make it move correctly, mm-hmm. or as far as I know. I mean, I'm no fucking CGI expert, but I'm not an anim- animator what either. What the fuck? It, it it just it's just a common thing. You could just point out. Well, and like Arya killing the you night. Have to, King. You don't have to be an animator to do okay. that. I was okay with it, okay. but th- but that is strictly and most certainly 100 percent just here you go, fans. You better get your sucking in while you can, because the rest <laughs> of the season you're not gonna like it. Yeah. That was strictly just to 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 fucking jack off the fans. Yep. I don't think that would be his uh, Martin's storyline. How season really? eight ended. Maybe it is, but maybe he wrote it like a thousand times better. Oh, probably. I mean, because he told he told them from the get go who was gonna be on the throne. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But they did it so poorly. It's it was they did. Ew. <sighs> well, I, you, you know, I, I've I've brought it up. I've said it. That last episode of season eight, Skylar and I are watching it on premiere night as it airs. Me too. Me and my brother and Nikki watching it, and no one said a word afterward. Yep. Like, what the fuck? It, when when we paused it right before. Uh, Tyrion nominated Bran to take the throne. And I paused it and I looked over at Skylar and I said, if if they fucking pick Bran to be on the throne, I am shutting it off right now. <laughs> and she said, yes. She said, shut it off. Because I made her watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, you did. And she fell in love with the show you know she hated all season and all that good stuff. she hated season one, hated season two, season three. She's like, okay, I'm really into this. You know, we're watching minimum of three episodes a night to get caught up. And you know, she got really invested in a lot of characters, and she knew how invested I was in Jorah. Jorah was my favorite character on the show. Braun was my number two guy, and they fucking ruined him. Yep. I don't think they ruined They him. did! I don't think they ruined him. You took him. one of the characters with the most screen time in the show, and the most screen time he has in season eight is the last episode? Okay, that that's kind of bullshit. I will agree with that. That's fucking dumb! I thought you were going to go the small council direction, where you hated his lines and stuff. I hated that all That was so cheesy, lines. though. That was so fucking it. cheesy. I love that scene. It was... It's fucking dumb. I loved it. All right, for the rest for the rest of the show. This does not go with the rest of the show at all, though. Like, the rest of us, are, the rest of the the rest of this episode, every one of us has to talk in third person. Look, nope, third person. <laughs> you have to tell me. The host me, of this show says, "Thank you." 
it makes sense because all of them are basically a bunch of nobodies. They are nobodies, and somehow they got elevated to the highest positions in Westeros. Of course, they're going to be like. But they're not nobodies. Well, to us, they're not no, nobodies. No, no, no. Legally, they are not nobodies. Braun and Brienne are both knights. Yes. They are not nobodies. Davos is a knight, not a nobody. Okay. A well trusted They advisor. are not giant heads of houses, is what I'm saying. Okay. Most knights are not giant heads of houses. But. That's what the whole seven seasons shaped him to be somebody. Right? Exactly. But to the whole of Westeros, they're not really anybody. Except for heroes of these battles and stuff, which is cool. I mean, that makes you somebody. It, it does. It's, it's cool in its own right. But they again, they are not Tywin Lannister. They are not fucking um, Ned Stark. and They're not La- Lady um, Tyrell. They're not these giant figures that are only as good as people's words, except for Ty- Tywin and Ned, fucking badasses. But, um, and even Lady Tyrell's a badass in her own right. But, again, they're essentially nobodies in the grand scheme of things, but somehow they got elevated to this giant title, These the highest ranks in Westeros, the, the small council. Of course they're going to be like... <laughs> joking around about it like uh, look at me that's but, the, that's but the way i here's see it. part of the problem with it they didn't get elevated they elevated themselves yeah they did absolutely the work. absolutely so like no but, one made but them it's that. like they made them it's like that. look at us now like it's like out really of nobody nowhere. else around like what if criticize them they're all dead what yeah. if all of a sudden we <laughs> became metallica like I would not day, talk though. in third person. Well, fuck no, but it's fun. Lars Ulrich here. <laughs> okay, Lars Ulrich, Ulrich would. <laughs> He's not even that douchey. He is. Like, talking third person. Like he totally is whole, that douchey. The whole show was their journey to get there, but I guess he... Okay, to us, yeah, but yeah. To, to the people of Westeros? <laughs> well, who else ones, is available, though? Like Most of the ones that would give a shit are dead. So. Also, John thinks that the way it ended was like complete bullshit because you got two kingdoms that are completely in shambles because of winter. Like all the armies are dead. The only viable army just went off to go check out the butterflies of Nasseth or whatever. North. North. To die. Um, because people who aren't native to North die when they yeah, go. Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. So the only viable army with the only viable leader just took off to that fucking island. Uh, the only other viable army is the Knights of the Vale. And the North. And, well, I guess the North, but what food do they have left? And, and on top of that, most of them probably just got wiped out because of the dead. Yeah. Um, I mean, it did show that like, everyone dying, but somehow everyone lived. So. You're right. Sam died at least eight times in episode three. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I saw like, several Sam dog piles of whites. Me. But he, but he was a badass. He fought his way out. Somehow. Nobody died other than Jorah. Wait, um, is he the only character that died? No, Jorah and Lady Mormont. Uh, Lady Mormont. Lady Mormont died. Mormont, like House Mormont's they, done. They killed off like two. John's buddy from the Night Watch. Yep. Yeah, he died pretty much right away. Uh, uh, um, Derek Dondarrion died. Yep, he was one of my favorite characters. Yep. Uh, who the fuck is in the Night's Watch, by the way, when John gets back? There's nobody there. Just exactly. a couple people. Exactly. It, it was it was a fucking shoe away. Uh, 
Go get be out, where you want to be. Get out of here, Unsullied. We're punishing him. See? It was it was a hollow punishment. It was dumb. It was a hollow punishment. Because in the end, that's where he wanted to be anyways. It was dumb. But it's what we wanted for him. No. To an extent. No. We wanted him to go to the north nope. with, with Ghost and Tormund. You make you make John King of Westeros, and then you allow John to make the decision, as he's always made, You're not to wrong. step down. You're not wrong. And say, he doesn't want it. this is who I nominate I don't as want king. It. I'm going. I don't want it. I'm bamping the fuck out. And then he goes up with Tormund and Ghost, and Ghost gets all the boop snoots. And all really, the Snoop boops. They had this opportunity to make it like a Star Wars cultist esque thing, and they fucked it right mm-hmm. in the ass. Yeah, fucked it hard. They grabbed th- it. They grabbed it by the hips. Fucked, yes, and they shoved it into the dirt. And they, and they threw they it away. It. They threw it away in the ocean with all their trash. They fucked and it. And nobody fucking cares anymore. <laughs> that's, like, that's how I see it. But this fuck. is the first time I've talked to Game of Thrones or talked about Game of Thrones in months. I know, and, it, yeah. and nobody I, gives a fuck. I, I, I nobody wanted cares. to bring it up to you guys because both of you watched it. Clint, you I were played here for Game, Game of, of Thrones uh, miniatures. I still do some sometimes, but I just don't give a fuck about it anymore. So How is that miniatures game, by the way? It's, fucking, it's fun, but now that this happened, it's just like. I don't do the miniatures know. games come or the miniatures? It's all campaign. based off the books, though, so it's good. <laughs> do the miniatures come painted? No. My fucking crap. I do shit. not paint miniatures either, so. <laughs> it's fun though. You have like little. You have you, you create your own battles. And it's stuff, a tabletop so it's, war game. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like forty k for. It's the first time I ever played like that. I don't really get. Into if you're this. if you're listening, Tyler has explained his uh, disdain for painting miniatures. I fucking on Jerrian comics. I will not do that. I won't do that. <laughs> I don't fucks with him. Yeah. I don't have the patience, uh, time, I'll, or the uh, uh, dexterity. I'm, yeah. I'm really glad I got to actually talk to Clint about Game of Thrones because he didn't really get a chance to when he was here for Game of King Chair. No, you mm-hmm. kind of fucked him. I was yeah. in the back. Well, one. I didn't know a certain somebody was going to be there. Mm. That got thrown in last second. And I'm like, all right. I mean, it is your house. You could have said no, but well, <laughs> no, they really just fucked game of Thrones. They, they did. Some people like it. Some people, uh, majority people hate it. So uh, it, it took some time for me to hate it. And, and, you know, even going to star Wars, it took some time for me to kind of go really jaded on the last Jedi. But cause I mean, Tyler and I both had a giant heart on for our opening night, but but we've we've established why we did, and it ultimately was the fucking red room scene. Yeah, that's what that's what fucking got it for us. That and then, you know, Luke's exit. Just like episode eight, Lightspeed battery. Was it episode eight ram. or seven? It was episode eight, is what Blaine is talking about. Yeah. The last Jedi. Light, the Lightspeed battery. No, ram was uh, so the last Jedi is comparable to the final season. Season episode, honestly, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of throws the whole fucking. And it's thing funny out the because even Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy, and Benioff and Weiss are getting their own Star Wars something, and mm-hmm. so it's it is totally comparable. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that, I think that's all I got for this episode. I don't think I'd even watch any spinoff shows of Game of Thrones, but fuck it, <laughs> I'd watch it because yeah, as long as they're not involved. Still, it's just yeah, like but it could be bit. worse. Mm-hmm. That's all I got today. They dunk it in the tired. toilet, maybe eat it. I got some pizza up, upstairs waiting on me. I ordered it a little bit ago. Uh, Clint, thanks for jump, coming up. Like no problem. It's always I great having it. you on the show. It was good for three people. I mean, any more than three is getting a little crazy in here. It, it was about four people tonight. Yeah, if Alex was here, we wouldn't have talked about 90% of the stuff we talked no, about. No, it would have just been crazy, but it would have been fun. It would have been fun. It's always fun with I was her. sad when you said she wasn't coming. Yeah. 
We'll get her next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, got a. I haven't. I haven't talked to the possible guests next week, but we're gonna have. I th- hopefully, next week's a good nerdy episode. Definitely. So, that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Plugs were at the beginning of the show. I'm not gonna fuck with that. Check we us don't out. Fuck with that. Check us out live every Tuesday. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Possibly soon to be Wednesday. Yep. Keep your peepers peeled Ooh. for Wednesday live streams. Uh-oh. And if you want to be a guest, uh, especially in the coming month, uh, hit hit us up. See uh, Blaine before he becomes mayor. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to be mayor. Or Tyler yeah. becomes mayor. We're, we're going to need some guests uh, here coming up. So hit us up. Let us know. And if that is all, that is all. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for chatting. See and you guys please later. Make every day a Love big you all. dick day. Don't fuck kids.